to get into character. Of course. Oh, of course. I can have to get into all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm watching the screen. Okay, cool. Looks like looks like we're live. Uh, everybody, here's your dungeon master, Casey Sherman. Good evening, hey, everybody. Uh, hi, all those on the YouTubes and the tweets and those live that join us now or at some time soon. Uh, this is Titans and Tribulations, named for the adventurers you see here, the Titans. We have Kareth uh, Burchard, Atier Morgenstern, uh, Tyrock Zane, Belair, and Wayne Donblossom. Uh, and these four have been on a bit of a journey this, this season. Uh, they started out randomly gathering at a building, being invited to join the Titans, and uh, they passed a test or two that let them join. Uh, after a spa day, they ended up accepting a job from a nearby troll that told them, hey, there's a portal up there, something bad's happening. They investigated, and after traveling through land that had changed recently, came across a building with insignias that involve, um, let's say, drag dragon, draconic imagery, uh, teleported, used, used glyphs and sigils to make their way downstairs, touched a skeleton and a glowing gym that was in it, which is totally a safe thing to do. Everything kind of rumbled. They heard rumbling to the east. They were attacked by skeletons. They were attacked by a dragon that apparently they beat down to the point that it admitted it was not a dragon. It was some kind of arch face stuck in a dragon's body that does not know how it got there. Uh, totally normal run-of-the-mill mission. They head upstairs where they originally were, step outside and see that the world has changed. Around them they see four or five different scenes uh, playing out, none of them really mixing together. It does not seem like they are in one zone, uh, but perhaps some kind of crossroads. And uh, as we were finishing last time, I think we were heading to sleep. Uh, so let me reopen this. I need these on two separate windows. Uh, so that I can do this. So while you're sleeping, uh, I believe the watch order was Karif uh, uh, first. I've got it written down here. Followed by Atie, followed by Wayne, followed by Zane. And what that says to me is that first... Uh, where did it go? So we're in a weird zone. So first, uh, we're starting with Karif uh, at watch. And, and the first thing that we're going to see is... Um, so, so Karif mentioned being mindful. Um, he, uh, they, excuse me, she uh, uh, stays near the group um, and and sits in a half lotus position and starts um, trying to sense what's going on, becoming more in tune with everything. Um, the group had all spent some time looking briefly around the inside of the building before deciding it was time to take a long rest because it had been over 20 hours since they had slept. Uh, and they had, you know, used a lot of their magical whatnots and felt the need to recharge. And a couple of people were hurt to a degree. Um, so, Karif, as you're sensing, uh, you already rolled four of these. I'll have one or two extras for extra stuff that's happening. But um, you you get the sensation as you're kind of listening to the environment. You get the sensation of it's almost it almost feels like a whirlpool. It feels uh, 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 turgid. Does that mean stuff that's moving like like water that's not staying still? It feels weird. There's stuff moving. Um, uh, it's volatile. There's. It does not feel like a, a peaceful scenario. It matches what you saw outside in that it feels like a mix of a lot of different feelings. Um, 
there's uh, nothing particular that stands out about it while you're uh, kind of communing. Um, but you are getting that idea uh, that that something here isn't settled. Uh, and you've 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 done this before. You mentioned it from your paladin training. You're used to sitting and sensing what's around you. And this is this is a new sensation. You have maybe felt a place of unease before when something was going on, but never such a swirling from all directions. So something about this place feels different. Uh, if you were going to conclude anything, probably from the role you had last time, that this it, it's you are not back where you were in some way in 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 some form or fashion this is not the original first floor that you entered the building on um at this time uh, atier is asleep actually trancing um and so atier what is your uh, uh, you mentioned you know you have the 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 leash for the dragon that you have fashioned uh, the dragon has been somewhat peacefully falling along because it is nearly dead so it has not put up any bit of a fight um, so as, as Atie, uh, settles into trance, um, what, what, what does that, uh, look like to us? Does she sit cross-legged to trance? Does she lay down? What? Uh, yeah. So Atie decided to go into the kitchen area, uh, with the little tables and basically just sit there. Her trance isn't anything special. She just kinds of, kind of zones out and, uh, experiences stuff. Okay. You rolled a three on your D4 for the night. Um, you begin to have a vision. Uh, you, 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 we all got to see what happens when you had a four on it. But you have a, a it, it feels weird. It feels uh, like a dream. You don't actually dream, though. You've mentioned that before. And what you see is, um, you see in a black background, the fluttering of a blue butterfly. Uh, that our viewers would recognize, but uh, Atia doesn't. Uh, the screen in the middle of our screen. Uh, I got it. I'm sorry. That's I didn't okay. do it on purpose, Perfect. but it, it did happen because of something I did. Not a problem. I just wanted to make sure, lest I. That's, I don't know, that's not how I was. So, <laughs> should I continue going? Uh, yeah, yes. That's that's actually what the bird yeah. looks like. The do please continue. Yes, I'm, I'm trying to fix the uh, resolution not on problem. our um, on our game. So then you can read it. you're going to uh, you see the blackness and you see a butterfly floating across it, kind of eerie, of course, having no background, no nature. Um, and uh, as the butterfly heads further and further into the distance, you uh, uh, first hear the, the 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 soft footfalls. Um, followed by slight growls of what you naturally want to call dark wolves mm -hmm. um, that seem to be heading toward where the butterfly is. Uh, you, you, you have been in this trance-like state where you've, you have seen this other place before, even though your conscious brain doesn't remember it. Um, what, as you're, as you're seeing a, a princess's butterfly friend, what do you picture what animal do you picture coming to help princess out? Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what animal do you picture coming to help Irina out? What would when you're used to being princess? Yeah. Um. So Atie would probably imagine a phoenix. A phoenix. Yes. Perfect. Can you describe the phoenix too? Yeah. Uh. So it would be a fiery gold bird with. Instead of feathers um, for its tail, it would just be fire that was lit uh, brilliantly, um, very magical-esque, you know, almost kind of glinting with 
the appearance of gold for feathers or, or interlaced with gold. Um, and it's relatively small in size, so it's not overwhelming the butterfly, but probably the size of, um, I don't know, like a, uh, a small dog. <laughs> we'll do everything in dog okay. sizes. A large house. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. Perfect. Okay. So as you see the, the, the Phoenix appear, um, the brightness starts to fill in the dark space and the, the wolves, uh, seem pushed away by that, that you, you, you uh, in, a, in a, a weird visual effect you've seen before, they, they begin to somewhat fade as the light approaches them. Um, and the uh, phoenix becomes so bright that you can't see any of the rest of the vision. And uh, after a while, you realize that your your trance um, is, is about to come to an end. You're somewhat conscious the whole time. You, perhaps more than others of your kind because of these weird mm -hmm. visions, sometimes are not fully conscious of what's going on around you, but it, it, nothing bad seems to have happened. Nice. Uh, at this, uh, uh, Wayne, you've been asleep uh, and you're close to waking up. Nothing has happened during the previous two watches and uh, uh, Atia uh, nudges you to bring you to, to wakefulness. Um, before she does, you are just coming out of a dream where you can see your uh, father walking along. He's in a desert environment. Describe your father to us. We haven't seen him. <clears throat> yeah, so um, my father, for those of you who don't know, is uh, was a, a, a bard of sorts. So he's kind of the traveling, um, just, uh, you know, never putting down roots, always getting around. So very, uh, probably much like Wayne in his looks in that he would wear something that was, for the most part, uh, just utilitarian, although probably with longer hair than Wayne, because, you know, he's a bard, so he has to be a little bit dramatic. Um, but, obviously, uh, my father is the human side of, of, the of the family, so full human, as opposed to Wayne's half-elf-ness. And, uh, you know, a little bit of facial hair, uh, just, uh, just you know, what you picture with kind of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? With the, uh, man, my brain today, fantasy rocker kind of guy, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. Totally fine. Um, so you've been actually kind of watching him. You've never, you know, you might have dreamt of him before. This is, uh, uh, you know, slightly different. You're, you're seeing him. Uh, he is, uh, like I said, in a desert uh, environment. Uh, you can see the sand that he's walking through, and he's holding uh, a cloth that you can see from certain angles has some kind of map on it. He's he's heading somewhere, um, and he has a determined look on his face like you haven't often seen. He, uh, you know, helped train you. He, uh, when you when you left your other home, helped you know raise you, get you ready for the world, but. Uh, uh, you both went your own ways because you wanted to find your own way at first. Um, one interesting thing you see about him is that he does have a brand new hat that almost matches yours uh, that you'd never seen him wearing before. Um, then, uh, so he uh, uh, fades off. As you're getting nudged awake, you see him trudging off in a certain direction uh, in the desert as if he's settled on somewhere on the map. Uh, something important is is in front of him. Uh, and so you come to wake, and you had a 
This is where I didn't write all of them down. Yeah, you had a 23. Um, you with the, you were the, 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 the top tops of the, the watching over the night. So as you uh, come to wakefulness and uh, uh, Atier, you know, begins to focus more on uh, herself, her preparations for the day, thinking of what, you know, magic she would have and, and the, the keeping an eye on the dragon and watching out. Uh, you uh, are getting ready to watch. You said that you were going to go watch the door, the inner door, not the outer door. Um, so as you head toward the inner door, um, you hear, um, with a 23, you hear the sounds of things outside moving, not purely just the wind in the trees, but none of it ever comes close enough for you to actually be concerned. So you do sense movement outside. Uh, would you look outside to check on it? Or would it just, you're just worried about what's inside right now? Yeah, probably, uh, you know, within safe measures, like step to the door and take a look outside since things aren't necessarily close. Yeah. So as you head to the door uh, and you creak open the front door to the, the building in the southwest corner, you see, um, again, there's a weird mishmash of what, what the realm looks like out there. It used to be a field leading to a swamp. Now it's a, a small field leading to lots of different pockets of things around. And what you see is almost like ghosts, almost like dreams, things that are passing through in different areas. Uh, you see uh, a fox chasing a squirrel in one place. Um, you see uh, in the in the, in the the more um, mountainous red area, you see um, the flight of some kind of beast that has perhaps scales. Uh, looks dry and shriveled, um, passing across your vision, hit landing on one rock, landing on another rock as it goes away. But none of them are within, I don't know what's a realistic, they're all more than a football field away from you. Uh, none of them are approaching where you are. But they all have this eerie, with a 23, they all have an eerie uh, presence. They're not quite there. Um, but again, none of them are heading toward the building. Uh so as you're watching, we have one other person who is sleeping. Kara, uh, if you have gone to sleep by now. So um, what is it uh, that when you, you picture a goodness in the world, you don't really worship a god, um, but she finds, uh, uh, you know, a, a beneficent golden light kind of being. What, what, um, what does that feel like or look like to Kara? Oh, think about a time whenever you were out with um, your family or, or, or loved ones and, and everything was, was okay. Like it was a picnic or a, like a day out in nature. Like there's no city sounds around and you, you, you kind of almost forget you exist for a moment because everything is just so fine. You're just so contented. And like maybe you feel like a light breeze on your skin and you hear birds in the distance and it's just... It's it's almost nothing, but it's just enough something that's just so good and nice, and that's it's that feeling. So you're having that feeling as you're walking along. It it feels familiar. You used to walk along this path between towns with Gary, who helped train you mm, uh, uh, when you were very uh, young. Gary. Um, so you feel th th there's there's uh, no memory of anything that happened afterward where things went sour. There's just this person who has been training you, and as you're you know part part comfort, part safety. And you're just between towns, just, you know, the, the easy part of the job where you just get to travel. Um, so you're seeing that. And what what didn't happen before, what does happen now, is that feeling stays with you as you uh, reach the top of a hill 
and you look out and you see a a, a an odd uh, hemisphere in the ground, just a, a gap missing, almost like a valley, but it's circular, and it has uh, four different five, including where you're coming from, different entrance points that all look like the places that you can see here. There's the uh, the verdant green with bright, extraordinary colors. There's the um, the red mountainous area, but it, it they oddly look like they are all meeting in this weird central place. Um, and at the at the center of it, you see a tiny uh, uh, lake and a bridge across that lake. Um, do you do anything with it? I cross. I, I cross. I cross the bridge. Okay. So as you head down the bowl uh, toward the bridge. Um, the 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 one thing you hear is that uh, uh, as as you're heading toward the bridge, everything begins to fade as dreams do from things that you are actively participating in to I can't remember what came next, and you hear, "Well, if only we had some people to help protect the portals," and then it fades as you uh, uh, continue your sleep. Um, Zane, you are fully asleep, not yet woken. You know, you're relaxing. And you are in a temple. And in front of you, there is a gorgeous, lifelike statue of Sunni. You were thinking beforehand of, of meditating, of thinking through what it is that you could get out of this, piecing together the puzzles. And you see this alabaster skin on the statue, um, emerald eyes, ruby lips. It looks like it is made with these gorgeous things, the flowing red curly hair. Um, and you, uh, you're you seeing this statue. Uh, and do you do anything when you first see it? I think his eyes, my eyes would be watering and, and tears would slowly start to run down because I'm just struck by how beautiful it is. Um, you hear a voice behind you that says, well, you're quite beautiful as well. And you turn around to look and there's no one there. And you look forward and the statue is stepping forward. Zane, I heard you thinking about me last night. Is there anything that I can help you with? And it is uh, some remnant of Sunni, whether dream or real. You have perhaps had a dream like this before that caused some of the weirdness for you, but uh, it's the kind of thing you can't convince other people really happened. And so maybe right now it's just another dream that nobody will ever believe. So How do you I, I would be... St- stunned and a little bit speechless kind of like I am in real life right now mm-hmm. um, and I would say I only want to know how to be more devoted to you oh you are the charmer aren't you surely you want more in life than that how do I make although that was the right answer. How how do I bring other people the joys of your beauty? I I I only desire to to improve their lives by helping them understand that. Please help me. 
She places a hand on your shoulder. She walks around behind your back and says, you already do. You are bringing the joy to everyone around you. And they can see me through you, through this luscious hair as her hand coaxes down your hair. And the smile that you bring as she touches your chin. Right now, we can't always come to those who care about us. But you are in a, a weird predicament, it seems. Don't you think so? You've got that right. Oh, you've got that right. Of course I do. You are lost to me for now. And I want you to come back. You are not home anymore. I do not know how you can return, but I feel that you have grown far from me. Zane, please come back. I'll find a way. <laughs> See that you do. I'm not done with you. And that smile as she pokes your nose. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you can tell a worshiper of Sunni. She's she's performing the role that, that Sunni's supposed to perform, right? It is it is a caricature. It is it is going to be that because that's where uh, she she dives in with her followers. Uh, you more so than most, apparently. Um, and as she touches your nose, it all fades to blackness again. Um, but from her hair, as it starts to fade into blackness, you see it uh, as as the the scene fades. There's a uh, uh, the glowing around her hair brightens, and as you um, are about to wake up for your uh, for your watch um, for your watch. A, uh, uh, you feel on your shoulder the tiny feet of a bird. And looking over, you see that this bird has the radiant red and gold and looks to be a flame as when you cast fairy fire and is on your shoulder. And it just looks at you and it, it winks and then it looks forward. And uh, Wayne, as you head over to Zane to wake them up, as they rustle and move underneath the, the, the bedding, the, the, the sleeping bag, so to speak, uh, out from that flaps a little tiny, what you might think of as a phoenix, and uh, uh, coasts over to where Atia is and sets on her shoulder. And Atia, you see this phoenix exactly like in your dream, now on your shoulder, that looks at you and cocks its head, and then looks forward. I got a wink. And you're up. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got a lot from a god. <laughs> so you're awake now. Uh, and this is, uh, uh, you, you take your watch. And, uh, you know, you can all investigate anything that has been stated. I'm no longer uh, uh, railroading you through the night. Uh, but, yeah, you begin to, to, to wake up. Zane's watch goes. Nothing, nothing uh, interesting happens. Uh, like I said, nothing was really approaching. There's nothing uh, to worry about at all, of course. Uh, and y'all are good. So the morning is starting. What do y'all do? So did Zane, did Zane have the last watch? Did I have that right? Zane had the last watch, and then 
uh, uh, wake wake everybody. Uh, Ata was was probably a semi awake through the second half uh, with her new bird companion. Um, I, would... I I I just prepare for battle and stand around until everybody's everybody's up up and up and, up and ready. Cool. <clears throat> Atier, that's a beautiful bird that you have there. Atier uh, feels very uniquely, I guess, uh, blessed to have this little baby phoenix on her shoulder. Uh, she had a lot of damage done, you know, during the battle and was really one of the only people who wanted the dragon around. So I think she's felt a little bit isolated from the group um, or kind of like, an, you know, Kind of like the one who's making it a little bit more troublesome for everyone because she's wanting to carry this dragon around with a leash. Uh, so now that she has another little baby phoenix next to her, she's feeling a little bit more hopeful. Uh, and so she's just kind of, you know, like almost fake petting the phoenix on her shoulder uh, and doing little coo sounds, but so quiet that nobody can hear. So, yeah. It it acts like uh, it, it feels warm and glowy to the touch, but it, it feels like a normal bird underneath, uh, and it, it is acting more like a, a, a tame pet than a than a wild phoenix, uh, while it is on your shoulder, and it'll jump around wherever wherever you end up more comfortable. It seems to alight. It, it's taken um, a liking to you, Atia. I do well with wild things. I think. And for all you know, it came out from outside. Yeah. Who knows? Um, the uh, oh, there was one thought y'all had just said. Oh, so uh, you you just had your first or second, I guess, long rest of the entire campaign. You get all your hit points back. Nice. You get all your spell slots back. For anybody for whom that matters, and if you spent any hit dice on a short rest, I know that we took one then you get half of those back. So you would get one of those back. Uh, and you can note that on the center of your character sheet. Where do we track how much magic we have available? I think it's... Um, if you're using Roll20, then on your character sheet, the third page, uh, there's a there are tabs... Um, in the upper right corner, you can click Spell, I believe. Okay. Character Sheet. Yeah, it says Spells. And uh, you've got on the left, it's it's got one for level one spells, slots total two, and slots remaining. So every time you cast one, you can tick that slots remaining down. Okay, okay. And then the next day, bring it back up to nice. two. Nice, okay. Yep. Got it. Yep. Perfect. Very gracias. Of course. De nada. Uh, so as you are waking, uh, we have one preparing for battle. We have a couple discussing a bird. Any other thoughts? There's there is as you're as you're waking. Um, no, it, it is now um, from the time that you started your rest. It is now probably mid afternoon. Uh, it had been the end of a long day. Uh, you all feel rested, and you hear no sounds of any. Uh, growing tension outside. Nobody who has looked outside has seen anything approaching. So there's no uh, impetus to move. Uh, it's simply what y'all are doing. So we we had um, 
I, I, I was under the impression there was going to be some sort of battle, and that's why we were resting. Maybe it was just a good place to rest. You, uh, I believe, heard the sounds of what could have been battle far off that you uh -huh. could not see. Okay. But you did not see anything near, and nothing has approached you. I think you were resting because you were at the point where, had you stayed awake longer, you would have gotten exhaustion that would have then given everything disadvantage, etc. Did any of the old heroes you may be, but sleep you do still need? Uh, Karev turns to to everyone and says, "Did any of you had have any any weird dreams?" Well, I wouldn't call it weird, but I definitely had a dream about my patroness Suni. She spoke so, to me. That sounds lovely. It was what thrilling. Did say? That's for me and Suni to know. Oh, I, oh. I understand. It's a, it's a <laughs> private matter. Got it. Uh, I, I, I wink. Sounds like a sexy dream. Batier <laughs> 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 just. If it's a Suni dream, it's probably yeah. a. Yeah. I uh, I heard, heard uh, Terence saying, uh, if only somebody could protect the portals. Does that mean anything to y'all? Scottish people say y'all. They totally do. Yeah, I'm certain it. that they do. <laughs> Scottish people may not, but, but dwarves Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yes. Dwarves. That was not... Anyway. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know anything about portals. I dreamt of a, a butterfly and this little baby phoenix. So my dreams seem pretty legit. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> well, that was sound interesting. I just dreamed about my dad in the desert. Not really sure what that was about. Do you like your dad, Wayne? That is a complicated question. <laughs> Atie, you know, kind of like goes over and, and lounges pretending to, to be a modern or a a very ancient therapist and is like do you want to do you want to talk about it you want to talk about the glowing bird on your shoulder and then she turns and she goes coo, 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 coo. <laughs> she says no seems it seems like we all mind. had some type of vivid dream i wonder if it's connected to where we are at all seems entirely possible to me make a uh everybody who's 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 puzzling it out make an intelligence check Ooh. just like real life <laughs> flipping the script um so uh ata so uh, everybody but Kareth. <laughs> <laughs> Upon hearing the description of the dreams, uh, uh, the one thing that kind of stands out is that they were all of other places, right? There was Karif's, uh little, assuming you described it, Karif's was childhood, but you saw the butterfly in a, in another mm -hmm. realm. You saw your father, who is far away, a god from another plane. Uh, there's some, the, the one thing that seems to be consistent is they were all of faraway places. That's useful context. Maybe it has to do with the portals, Atier, Atier ponders aloud. Like, maybe you were... And Kareth, even though you had the, the two, you did recognize that the, the zones outside did somewhat match your dream most, uh, most precisely, most closely. I can... So, Atier, you were saying... Oh, just, um, like, maybe we're 
you know, oh wait, I guess yes. And Scarif said something about portals. Ades, uh, wondering whether or not maybe we're like close to a open portal, um, and that could be influencing our dreams. Oh, I think that's a good question. Well, it would explain all the ghosty creatures outside. Ooh, I love ghosties. And Auntie scampers to the door and just peeks it open a little. Uh, give me a perception check. If it's a 20, you'll see ghosties in the distance. I bet you I will. Oh! <laughs> you see nice. ghosties in the distance. <laughs> things that seem to inhabit their environment well uh, and, and don't seem to notice that y'all are there looking. They don't see a, a weird building in the middle of a uh, a field somewhat nearby that does not match their environment. I see the ghosties, Wayne. Well, it's good to know that I'm not the only one. Yeah. I'm not killing it right now. I cannot. I cannot even. This is why Karis and Tara. Yeah, do you, the backstage thing. Do you want me to? Karis no, spent too see. much time on on the hair and not enough on intelligence today. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <clears throat> a, a classic beautiful, beautiful dropout problem. <laughs> is our is our dragon friend still with us? Yeah, I have him on my. Your leash. dragon friend is still curled up on the leash. Uh, uh, Atia, make a an intelligence check. Specifically, Atia. There you go. As soon as she's nice. done with Karev's hair. <laughs> yeah, of course. I appreciate. No hurry. Oh, because I was doing it the hair. Yeah. You, your leash is probably great for holding a dragon that has has had overnight to sleep in. Oh no! Yeah, probably, probably, probably totally safe with a four. You, you're confident. Oh, so I'm not confident. <laughs> no, you are. Con- you you're are. Confident. You rolled a four. You're so I'm, confident. I'm, I'm like Lauren white male not, confident. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren is not confident, but I'll tell yes, you. the confidence of the ignorant. You, oh yes, you are white. Yeah. It's looking very mullet right now, actually. Just, just fix the bangs. Yeah. I think that's yeah, so. Your dragon's still there, um, uh, and the 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 vampire in the corner is still there. Nikolai. Nikolai. So, but he has he has very much taken a a background role as as y'all were kind enough to free him, and he's not gonna put up a fight. Or, he just doesn't. He wants to get along with everyone. or kill anyone, and maybe bang Zane. Or kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely strong vibes there. <laughs> Strong shipping vibes. <laughs> uh, he is a captain of ships. Of of no. one ship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Atia turns to the group and says, "There's lots of ghosts. I don't know if we're supposed to do anything with that, but it looks like a ghostly realm out here." We 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 were sent here by a. a by Terence and um, just Terence. T- Terence and uh, the the Tortex guy. Wa- Wadsworth. Wadsworth. Yes. Uh, uh, to dispatch an evil of some sort or de- deal deal with something out here. And so. Oh yeah. How, I I've, I've lost track of how how we can actually make that happen. Uh, ha- happen. I, I need to work on my Scottish spells. How we can actually make that happen. Um, so what, what, what do we need to do? Cause I haven't seen the big evil, um, that I thought was going to be this direction. There was a big volcano of death. You felt like as reminders of the evil and that kind of stuff, you felt like there was something evil, 
uh, that was kind of to the east in the ground, and you felt like there was something about the dragon that was evil, but not necessarily the uh, the the personality inhabiting it currently. Um, everybody, give me another. Well, we'll just use the ones from before. Y'all had y'all had multiple teens. Uh, the the um, the thing that seems to have. Uh, uh, let me rephrase. All four of you were in, downstairs in a magical, hard-to-reach place that seemed preserved by time. And upon the touching by a person with a symbol on the back of their neck of a, a glowing gem, the glow stopped, everything kind of rumbled, and everything felt different. And when you went upstairs, things were different. So, if anything, there's a part of you that feels you might have already gone through some kind of metaphysical portal. Oh, and be in an in-between place, as as uh, was mentioned before. Like y'all have been mentioned, or I've been mentioning to describing, like this feels like maybe you're in the in-between. And that would be why nice. the ghosties don't seem to notice you. You are, you're not there, you're in-between. And why have my phoenix friend? And you have a phoenix friend. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like when, you, when you're at a, at a coach port, and, uh, you know, it's not really any specific place. You're, like, between places. Yeah, I get it. I get it. We're um, at the, the select stage screen. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Okay. So from this, from, I, I, I think we explore outside. I think we see, see what we can do in terms of maybe heading back towards Aerith, if we can even do that. I sure. agree. We should so investigate. <laughs> Love it. Love it. As y'all head outside boldly with two of the voices very strong, desiring to leave, uh, you walk around the outside. We're going to keep it theater of the mind because I, I can't make a picture that looks like what I'm imagining. You're going to walk around the outside of the building and you see these five-ish um, uh, zones. There's the one that is... Uh, uh, go ahead and give me... Okay, there's the, the bright green zone. There's the... Uh, uh, earthy volcanoy zone there's a, a foggy hard to see behind the trees in the fog zone and there's a, a a green mist seeping out of it zone if you're focusing on one of those you can make a, a an investigation check on any one of those four or if there's another check you want to use i want to use religion or you know history or something like that let me know and i'll say if it fits but everybody can pick a zone that they are most interested in and, and try to figure it out as you're walking around and looking. <clears throat> I feel like I want to check out the fog zone. Is the fog zone an official name? <laughs> <laughs> Registered, trademark. Yeah. yeah, fog zone. Copyright. Hashtag fog zone. So give me, give me the investigation or whatever other check you'd like to make about it. Um, and this is this is during the process. Y'all are walking outside the building uh, to investigate it. You're getting closer toward that kind of realm. There's a weird phenomenon happening. Surprise, surprise. It fits this place. As you're getting closer, it doesn't feel like you're getting closer, although that place does come more into view. Um, you never see a circle of a portal, uh, but you do get the impression that if you were to just keep walking toward it, you might eventually be there and not here. Mm. Uh, and so, so in some way, this is the act of this portal that we're in. So with a 14 for Fog Zone, uh, Wayne, you, uh, this is investigation. Uh, good. Um, so you're looking around. Um, actually, do it with advantage, Wayne. 
Do it one more time. Advantage lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with a 16, okay. Uh, uh, walking beside you, so the 15 is, 15 is usually my kind of, it's better than average. Um, uh, like threshold. surprisingly better. Yay. Uh, it's the threshold. So um, as you're walking around and you, you start to kind of focus on the fog zone, uh, uh, Nikolai is there also. And uh, he says, this, this is familiar. I do not... I do not recognize it, but I, I, it feels familiar. And uh, as you're hearing a, a, a vampire tell you that this place looks familiar, you remember hearing uh, uh, rumors in the past of a place called Mordavia. That is a, a realm lorded over by a vampire, some vampires, uh, uh, with, with nomadic peoples around it of, of ancient customs, and that it is always preceded and bordered by a fog barrier that if you enter, nobody has ever returned from. Oh, that sounds exciting. And so you're getting that impression. This is a story, one of, one of the many stories that your dad told you growing up that seems fantastical until you're standing next to a vampire and next to a mystical fog with a forest. Yeah. Right on. Did you say one of the areas was here? more like green and lush or something like that? Yes, there's a lush green, vibrant, uh, almost almost uh, fluorescent colors. Uh, the other word I'm thinking of. What's the Easter word? Not pastel. Passover? Yeah, maybe pastel. <laughs> Passover colors. <laughs> I don't know what those are, but... Probably yeah. red. I think, I, think it's, I think it's pastels. Yeah, Easter, right? I, I want to say... I guess so. That must be what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. It's an Easter thing, but I, I don't know if that's the the word you were looking for. But it's Pass definitely yeah, it was vibrant. Word. Passover. Yeah. They're, they're definitely related. They're absolutely the same word. I, I will not look it up. That's probably yeah. I believe it. I think I think Zane would be drawn to that. Yeah, so you head over there and you're looking around. Uh, whatever skill you find appropriate for looking at it. Uh, the one thing that doesn't really is uh, uh, perception because that just helps you see it better. Not understand it. I, I think almost certainly Wayne. I think it was past the roll. <laughs> so let me first let me first anything but perception because perception oh. is just seeing ah. it, not understanding about it. Yeah. So I with a twelve, you you continue to see. It. I think that <laughs> great, yeah, there. perfect. Um, I thought you were saying that's what you wanted me to to roll. So I was like, okay. No, it, anything. So so if you just want to see more, let me rephrase. With a twelve, um, you see large uh, trees, uh, uh, enormous trunks. The colors of the leaves do not look like the colors of leaves that you're used to. Um, they are brighter in places. They are almost purples, almost uh, uh, pinks in places that you don't expect to see. Um, it's not like it is just a a flash of color in your face, but it's it, it, it kind of fits in in this eerie, beautiful way all throughout. Um, and with... Uh, 10 investigation, 18 religion, um, training with the planes in religion. You've heard a little bit. Uh, you, you feel that this is perhaps uh, somehow related to the Feywild. Um, in, in, in a, in a, uh, it, it, the Feywild is a large and ranging territory that has all sorts of different descriptions, but the uh, unreal colors are very commonly associated with it. So as you're looking at this forest, it it's reminding you of you know art that would have happened in some of the the the, the texts that you might not have looked the most at, but the colors were vibrant and beautiful. So that would have picked up for you. So this feels Feywildy. Yeah. 
And again, same kind of a thing is happening as you're walking closer. It becomes more clear and you get a, a, a sure sensation in your head that if you kept walking, you could end up in the Feywild and you would no longer be where you were. And there wouldn't necessarily be a way to get back because there's no obvious door that is taking you from one to the other. So I, I drift a little bit towards towards that and then I turn around and kind of walk back to where my group is kind of gathering and I say, where are we? What is this place? I, I've i been wondering the same thing and, and how, how do we get back to where we came from if, if this keeps happening? How, how do you even travel through a zone that doesn't have corporeal shape consistency yeah i don't know same uh Karif, as you you've thought the most about this i want you to give me another intelligence check let's see that let's see that two grow <laughs> oh dang oh yeah what? <laughs> it, it grew it grew um, you you feel like in your vision this is all that you you really see. There are kind of four zones around you. And in your vision, there were five total entrances to the valley. The four that you could see and the one that you came from. And that's it. And so now I found myself back in a, in a valley with only four, but basically the same. So, well, so let me rephrase. Uh, when you were in the dream, you were at, say, the fifth point of a star. But as you look out of the building, as you walk around the building, there are only four places to go. Okay. So it feels awkward, different, something. Gotcha. But there's some, some, something there. I, I wonder, uh, okay, so is, is it set up to where there's a clear gap, or is everything equidistant and just cl further apart? Everything seems kind of equal around. Those four seem to border each other in unreal ways. Okay. So it's it's like a point was removed and then and then it was rebalanced. It's not like there's a door Possibly. missing. Okay. Okay. Possibly. Hmm. Possibly. Uh, I, I not for sure. But... I, I share this I share this information with the group. I, I had a dream last night where there, there, it was very similar to this, but but there were five instead of four, and I don't know where the fourth, the fifth. I don't know where it went. I don't know why. This this happened. This happened. I don't know what to do with it. Is anybody looking at other zones? Are y'all looking around? Uh, Karif is just throwing out a kind of a, an open question to the group. I think I would wander over towards the fiery lava and take a I look. Follow. I follow. Uh, make a, in this one, make a religion check. Uh Religion. So a twelve. A twelve is enough to recognize uh, this. This also matches pictures from those religious texts. Uh, this would be of uh, the first level of the nine hells. Um, fiery. There's in the in the distance. You start to see a lava lake, and on the the beach there are tons of, like as you're getting closer. And closer, you're seeing what looks like bones kind of spread all throughout. Uh, Zane, go ahead and give me, as as you're watching this, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. I would probably mumble to myself, how dreary. I I love that on my camera. It looked like I said wisdom saving throw and you shook your head. 
Um, so with 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 a nine, this 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 was just for the kicks. Uh, all you, it just had to be over five for you not to <laughs> randomly decide to walk into the nine hells. But nice. but you 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 feel more tempted than you should to to, to head to head to a very bad place. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Zane is having second thoughts about mortality I don't know <laughs> well you just saw your god who said you're going far away maybe you're like maybe she's in the <laughs> right <city." laughs> is, this, is this what Which she means is, is this how I get closer <laughs> I, I recommend that we don't go here that I, I, I want to take a look, but I don't think we should go here. And I kind of back off a little bit. I follow. Uh, Ate would have been drawn to the green area that was the fae. The green or No, actually the one that Zane went the to, fae. yeah. But um, it sounded like Zane turned around pretty quickly. Uh, and so Ate probably would have then turned to the green oozy area, but very um, carefully and, you know, yeah. not just running in. Uh, preparing to jump yeah. into the gates of hell or anything. Good. So you're heading toward. You're cautiously yeah. heading toward. Uh, it is. It is. It is hard to see through the green mist that is that is coming out. The closer you get, still staying away from the green cloud, the green mist, whatever it is. It's it's very amorphous, mm -hmm. uh, and it does not look in, entirely tangible. Uh, it's kind of like water droplets in the sky, right? That only when you see tons of them do they take a shape. Uh, it's but, but as you get closer, you see that behind it are kind of, it almost looks like you're looking into a cave, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which is weird because a, a few moments ago, it looked like there was sky above and you're in the middle of a, a large field. And as you're moving forward, you're just getting the impression of there's, there's this large cave around your vision and this green kind of mist and fog is coming from it. And you can make a an intelligence check or if there's something else that you think fits... Uh, we've kind of reached it. Knowledge of other planes. Yeah. What about wisdom? Would that? But that's about. Is wisdom more about people? Wisdom would. Yeah, it wouldn't be like book knowledge okay. unless it was <laughs> somehow related. It. It's a scary fucking looking yeah. cave. Don't want to go there. <laughs> I am not a fan of the green oozy cave of death. Your brain is doing the very primal thing of, I don't know what that is, therefore I should not be yeah. here. Yeah, very reasonable. Yeah, so Ati would turn around pretty quickly and, and then go kind of hover in the area with the green, beautiful flowers that she knows she shouldn't travel too far into. Uh, Atia, you've kept the dragon on a leash. Yes. Um, and your what's your perception? Like, what do you add to perception? Uh, my perception's a plus four. Okay, so that means you have a 14 passive perception. So while you're doing all this stuff, you're kind of noticing things with a 14 without actively trying. Um, you see that the dragon uh, is is definitely eyeing the Feywild, the beautiful lush green thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, you feel that the, the leash is a little more tense as you're over here than at other places, like a, a dog that does not want to walk where you want it to yeah. walk. That's all. Wayne, similarly, you notice that uh, Nikolai is still over near the foggy area. 
Well, we could stay here and just look at all of these interesting places, or we could just pick one of them. Well, Where else are we going to go? I mean, as much as I've come to love our friend over here, the <laughs> foggy place feels very vampirish to me, and I'm I'm not very into that. I'm okay. not either. Well, I understand that you are not, but I, I would say that I perhaps am into this these kind of place. <laughs> Can we just let Nikolai surprise. go? <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Let him run into the fog. It seems like it would be Give very me... humid and that wouldn't be good for my hair right now. <laughs> oh, if we could we could take care of these. There are many products that could help your hair in the humidity. You would fit in quite well. You have such a luscious neck, which does not mean anything too forward, of course. I feed on, do you want to know the answer now? I feed on mosquitoes. Huh. Because they have fed on others and they carry the blood with them. And so I eat on the mosquitoes. That's, that's lovely. Smart. Not all of my kind do this, of course. Lovely. Not the best strategy for managing your karma. It's pretty it's smart. It works for now. Uh, it is uh, easier in a swamp or a place with many mosquitoes. It is <laughs> in this field. It is not the. But like I said, I have a few days before I need to feed. <laughs> Uh, everybody give me a, as y'all have kind of discussed all the stuff going on, give me an intelligence check or something else that you think feels figuring out puzzly. Like if you are somehow casting a spell that you think would help or you, you know, my dad taught me to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like if you give me what y'all think would help you puzzle this. Okay. Out. And so we, we've got fog and gates of hell. What were the other two? Um, the Feywild and uh, scary mist. Don't go. Got it. Okay. Slash cave. <laughs> yeah, me too, Wayne. Okay, so <laughs> I this may be an inappropriate role, but Zane Zane still has like Sunni at the like forefront of his brain right now, and he he's 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 struggling to to really focus on anything else. So. This may not fit, and that's perfectly fine if it doesn't. You don't have to have it be in kind of religion? consequence. Oh, no, no, that's fine. So a 15 religion, a 17 intelligence. Uh, Karif, as you were listing the places, you you feel like you're you're catching on to something. Um, the, 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 the zones are, you have seen, oh, thank you. I got some dinner. Mm -hmm. um, the zones are a, a foggy place that has vampires and you have, uh, uh, as you're actively puzzling this out, and you, you have a vampire that doesn't know how he got here. You see the Feywild as you're looking around trying to keep track of it. You see, you see the, the, the Death Gate, right? You don't know what that's all about. That doesn't fit any, any puzzle pieces you've seen. You see the Feywild and you were very not necessarily believing of, but in the end trusted, I think you had a pretty high insight role uh, of this archfey that is stuck in the dragon's body. And you know that an archfey would be from the Feywild. And that they also seemed to have been brought here unknowingly into this body that is not theirs. Um, do you, because you're looking around, do you investigate the green mist as well? 
<laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize that was you were asking me. Uh, yes, yes, I invested the green mist. Yes. Okay, so give me an so 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 as you're putting these pieces together and you see the green mist, um, it, it, and you're thinking of all the different planes and you're thinking of the the gates, the the, the passages you saw in the in the valley last night, you see. Uh, it reminds you of things that you've heard in your travels, right? Caves, dwarves especially know about caves, but but this feels like the uh, the elemental plane. There's something the earth elemental plane. There's something about this that is that is deep, that is underground, that is noxious fumes, that is inside the cave. There is no sky. Um, so as you walk toward it, you get again, even for a dwarf, you get a creepy, claustrophobic. This is not a safe place to be. But putting all the stuff that we've got together about planes, you guess that it's probably the uh, uh, elemental earth um, and I, I begin to nervously munch on a little bit of peanut butter sandwich I had left in my bag mm. Yeah. Mm. so you're putting all of that together and you're thinking of the and as you back away and you eat some comfort mm. food uh, you know feel a little bit better about it uh, there's something going on with this being some kind of portal and multiple things being brought here at once um, one of which is inside the dragon and one of which is the vampire who's drawn to the vampire place. Uh, as 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 Zane retreats inside themselves and and maybe walks back inside, you know, to get away from everything that's happening. And uh, not that it's a beautiful temple inside, but it's a bit more familiar to uh, uh, where a Sunni worshiper would be. Not necessarily. Yes, there is the outdoors part, but there's also the the you know the 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 ritualistic aspect of being indoors, being in a in a cathedral. Um, and that's more like what your your dream was. And so as you walk inside, um, you uh, as you go toward the building, you are focusing deeply on how it how Sunni feels, how Sunni made you feel, um, and you give me a. So I'm going to include the religion you already have, but give me a uh, a, a wisdom check. Let's do it with proficiency, because that's what I think of as interacting with a god. So wisdom with proficiency. Unless you think of Zane as interacting with Sunni more as a charisma with proficiency, because I can see both <laughs> for, how, for how Zane chooses to interact with their god. I, I really think that's probably more of what he would channel. I tend to agree. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally valid. Uh, like I'm big on it. it doesn't have to be religion, because religion is like the knowledge, and you don't pray with, I read the book, you pray with, you know, the wisdom. So uh, 10 charisma and, and add your proficiency is two right now, so 12. Um, so uh, you're reaching out. This the, the charisma check is you reaching out uh, to somebody who was just saying that you're farther away from them. Um, and you are getting, as you're focusing on it, echoes of uh, the voice in your head, you know, like when you're replaying part of the dream. Um, and as you're, you head inside, you're wandering around. As you head inside, the echoes in your mind get a little bit louder. It's still just the echo. It's still just the dream, but it gets just a little bit louder inside. Interesting. Um, am I... So if I like, am I just like barely through the doorway or am I like just kind of wandering around and pacing around it? I was picturing just barely through the doorway. Like you're, you're like that when you're trying to get space from everybody and they're all outside. So you step inside that kind of thing. So that would probably cause Zane to walk further inside more towards something that looked like it had some kind of symbols on it or something that seemed like it was farther away from 
the outside and to try to like just really focus. So as you're focusing and you pass the, the left wall, it's the same building that it was. All of the structure is the same, but there's no markings on the door, uh, no markings on the wall that say, Thesira, we wait. There's no dragon wings on the door. Uh, if you, you, you head toward the, the northern room with the tables, and there are still tables, but there's nothing about uh, the room. It's just, it's just a stark room. It's almost like an echo of, of a place you've been. You head back toward the east, and you pass where everybody slept. There's the space to the north. There's no symbology anywhere on any of the walls. Um, as, you, uh, as you are proceeding, the echoing in your voice is, is coming through stronger. Um, again, different phrases from it. So at first it was just far from me, far from me. But now it's, you know, Zane. You're hearing the voice as you're getting closer. Uh, and, and, and as you head back toward the, the stairs, you find yourself at the top of the stairs that you came up with everybody before everything had changed. So you go I'm, yeah, I'm going to wander downstairs. Okay. Everybody else make a perception check. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is a... <laughs> if this if this is a bad party decision. Uh Carafinatier, uh Zane hasn't been there for a couple of minutes now. Y'all y'all each wandered to uh, an area of the field trying to figure things out, came back together, discussed some stuff, threw around some ideas. And as you look around, both of you with a 20 notice that Zane is no longer uh, nearby. Oh, no. Um, oh, this is bad. So Zane, I think that that is fully what I picture Kareth thinking. <laughs> like that, 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 I mean, you've established, like there, there is a, there is a, a, a jump to concern that, that seems to fit. Yeah. Yeah. Adia yeah. is not too worried. Um, So Zane uh, (laughs) heads down the stairs and as you head into the room, what you, it, it it feels the same as it did before, uh, by which I mean, after touching the gym, everything um, um, felt the same. Uh, And you look around downstairs. Do you look, uh, uh, are you investigating a lot? Are you wandering aimlessly? Are you focusing on the feeling inside? Are you looking for something particular? So I'm not I'm, I don't I'm not looking with a goal in mind, but I'm looking to notice details that I've seen before to try to picture if I'm am where I was earlier when I thought I was in the same building. Okay, uh, give me investigation then. And while you're at it, give me a perception just for noticing what's going on around you. Seven. Okay, yeah. As you look, you are fairly certain that this is the same. You can't see any distinct clues. Before there was no dust. There is still no dust. Um, come to think of it, there hasn't been dust anywhere in this 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 plane. In fact, the upstairs looked cleaner than it did before. Um, aside from the stains of blood that you had seen, there was nothing else that implied uh, that the place had been going through the passage of time. Um, so you're wandering around downstairs, uh, and with a seven. You don't uh, really notice because you are deep inside yourself at the moment. You are, you are. There's some existential stuff going on. It seems like, and and that that dream when you when you wake from the dream and you're trying to find something to hold on to, you're focusing so hard on that that uh, you don't notice as the rumbling starts to get louder from the east. 
um, until it is unmistakable and you hear a huge crash to the east um, as something begins to uh, 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 fall. So we'll say that you were here and we will put you, we'll move everybody else over here. And we'll say that as you're wandering aimlessly, um, you find yourself about here when to the east uh, there's a huge crashing from uh, just behind the rubble uh, coming from over there. I'm not seeing the the, uh, the bubbles. Oh, it didn't move, yeah. y'all. Oh, no. I see what's going on. Okay, I need to move this. I changed myself, not y'all. Oh, okay. Oh. There we go. Thank you for letting me know. So we are back underground where you were. Uh, I moved everybody else just trying to get them out of the way. Um, and you see or you hear an enormous noise to the east uh, as as your peaceful wandering is is, is kind of somewhat ruined um, by a huge rumble that 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 ends in a bit of a crash as some rocks fall. Um. So that would immediately cause me to be startled and probably run upstairs. Okay, totally fine. Uh, and in that took her a bit of uh, him a bit of wandering. So if Kara, uh, if you were about to say something, oh, I was going to respond to the the boom. I was going to prepare myself and cast it. Yeah. And, and so try y'all to are getting sense. to the point that you you do hear a bit of a boom. Um. Uh. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, you do hear a bit of a boom, and uh, uh, you can head toward the building. Remember, your divine sense uh, doesn't do great at long ranges. Mm. Uh, it's it's meant to be call it twenty yards, sixty feet ish. Uh, and if you're so if you're outside, it would maybe see some of the edge, but it wouldn't be seeing what's going on downstairs, whatever. So you would have to go toward before sensing okay. much. Uh, or you could use it now and get kind of a vague sense. I, I start to move towards it, and I, I I pull out my warhammer, and and as soon as I'm in range, I, I apply divine sense. Okay. As you're getting close to the building, you you uh, so you're you're still upstairs, haven't quite gone downstairs oh, right. yet, and you. Yeah, and, and, and as you're using it, and Zane is about to, uh, you hear the footsteps of Zane running uh, pitter-patter up the stairs, and uh, Zane almost crashes into you as you start to focus in here. Uh, we'll drag y'all all here. As as you hear, as, as you feel uh, uh, that evil that you felt before is is coming from the east. Uh, uh, it is it is something evil and... and, and uh, yeah, and that's all you get from that about it. There, there is evil coming from the east. Um, I, Downstairs. I say to Ati, I, I relay that information to Ati and Wayne. Yes, they've been running up with you. So if they're, are, are y'all going with Kareth? Yes. Who heard the boom and is running? Yes. Thought so. Um, Ati, did you struggle to uh, make a, what? Make a persuasion or... Uh, I'm thinking of the dragon yeah, feel, and you're trying to bring the dragon. I feel you. like the dragon's like not moving. And so I'm, I'm, I'm still outside. Okay. Uh, that is allowed. I don't, I want to turn that off. There we go. Okay. So uh, you and, and the dragon are still outside and we'll move you all down there. Not a problem. And Wayne, you followed. Yes. Okay. So what we've got is three people heading toward a noise downstairs and one elf staying with a dragon. Uh, 
So, as Zane crashes into Kerif at the top of the stairs, what do y'all do? Uh, I say, do, if you're going to run away, I don't, I don't want to fight this thing alone. What are you going to do? I don't know what this is. I, 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 apply, <laughs> I apply divine sense. I, I, I push my divine sense in the direction of what's coming. All that you can tell from it is that it is evil and um, it is... Yeah, there's actually... It is not uh, Celestial Fiend or Fae. Okay. Which means it could be lots of other things. It could be... Uh, but but you don't get... It's, it's not a devil. It's not a demon. It's not a divine being come down. Uh, it's not from the Fae Wild. Did you okay. see it? Was it outside? It doesn't seem to be. It seems to be... Is it downstairs? downstairs? It's... it's it's big and it's evil, but I don't know much more beyond that. Well, it sounds I big enough to hit. So I didn't say we see go it downstairs. It. We could go check you again. See or hear the, you did see or hear the wall crashing to your east. Right, but I, I didn't see. actually see what it was, I think is right. what I'm trying to say. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're here to kill it, but without RTA, we don't stand a chance. I think we've, at the very least, we got to be together. So let's let's stay upstairs. I, As y'all are standing at the top of the stairs, and this I'm trying to time it with how the conversation's gone. The you are hearing a rumbling that is coming closer to the stairs. RTA is just sitting on like a ledge, uh, like petting her baby phoenix, really unaware of whatever's happened. Um, and like trying to slowly move the dragon, you know, like pushing him from the side, just gently nudging. Yeah, give him. me a. Are you are you trying to nudge it with with strength? Yeah. Or are you trying to like nudge almost it, like, comically so? Okay, yeah. okay. So go ahead and give me a a give me a strength check. Uh, it seems it seems not dazed. Uh, it 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 has moved a couple of feet. Um. It was, let's call it, 40 feet from the entrance of the building. So now it's like 30 feet from the entrance of the building. Yeah. And Auntie is like, Dragon, because she never remembers the dragon's name. Uh, dragon, come on. I bet you there's tons of yummy treats. I told you I'm not a dragon. Come on, baby dragon. <laughs> and she's just still just gently nugging, like pushing aside and... Uh, the dragon, it seems mostly like amused rather than anything else because Ati is a fairly yeah. small elf. Yeah. I shouldn't be treated like this. I'm royalty. And Ati then tries to tickle the, el <laughs> the dragon to see if she can throw him off balance. Royalty! You do not tickle royalty! <laughs> what did your parents teach you? And she said... As this dragon kind of wobbles because yeah. it... it's not it's expecting to be tickled because yeah. it's not used to being a dragon. Ati is very clever. Yeah, it's getting confused. So you get a few more feet with See. that ruse. Um, so as the sounds are approaching from the north, uh, as as Atia is trying to get the dragon closer, um, you hear uh, uh, a a crashing through the ground that is actually coming from right here. Mm. And as you hear the crashing through the ground. Come on. As you hear that, there we go. Coming through the ground is an enormous, uh, 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 well, as you enter the room, Pokemon. let's give y'all some sight outside. Reveal areas. 
It's definitely a sand fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta catch so y'all him. Y'all were about here-ish. <laughs> so y'all were outside trying to drag. This crashes up through the floor. Um, and the other three of you hear the sound coming from the south of you, so you can move yourself wherever you would go to, uh, upon hearing that. Uh, would either would any of you have told uh, Nikolai to come along? Or would he still be outside watching the drink? I feel like he, he would have followed uh, Zane. Okay. Sure. Uh, and yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah, that tight. That very hair. <laughs> <laughs> so as you come up, you see a, Kareth uh, being in the lead, you see an earth elemental. Uh, it is a large, rocky being. Uh, it comes through the floor. Uh, it uh, Everybody's heard lore about elementals, right? You, As a kid, you hear stories about things. They can move through their elements, so it can move through stone, uh, earth, but it can't move through stone, so it had to crash through the stone to get up into the building. Uh, and you feel like this would have been something that could have been the rumbling you were hearing to the east, making noise underground um, as, it, as it finally bursts up through the, the, the ground. I want you to give me an insight check. Uh, at least... Uh, Karif, but it could be the other two if you're trying to understand it. Oh, that one, okay. Well, 23 is pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So, with the 23, Karif, um, you, you, you've been dealing with some weird stuff. You get an impression early on that this, and Wayne, both of y'all, this is not acting like you would expect a, uh, uh, a an Earth Elemental to act. Not that you know anything about them, but you have been recently walking around with a, an elf in a, a, a an archfey in a dragon's body, and it did not seem to act like a dragon should. If anything, this seems to act like a dragon should. As it comes out of the ground, it's kind of doing almost a slither with its head, which does not look right on a rocky being. It plants its hands on the ground. It's walking on all fours, even though it looks like it could stand upright. Uh, and it and it. It kind of sniffs the air with with no nose. It's just part of a flat rock face, but it, it lifts its head as if it's sniffing the air. Do y'all do anything, or do you just watch and observe? Karif is initially awestruck and and begins to like go through the motions of preparations for combat. But this is so overwhelming compared to many of the things they faced before that it's a lot to just even draw the hammer. Yeah. I don't think Zane would be willing to necessarily start an engagement with this thing, so he's going to very carefully watch. Yeah. Okay. Wayne, Wayne would probably uh, Wayne? just look over and say, well, this might sound weird, but does that thing look a bit dragony for an elemental, or is it just me? Can I say at this point we've entered the front door, like, very slowly? Yeah, y'all could have made it to the front, front door by now. Then we are in the front door. Move y'all up. Well, let's say you are yeah. in the front door, and 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 uh, the, dr- the the not dragon is just outside yeah. working their way. Dragon is Pete. <laughs> as 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 Wayne speaks up, y'all can respond, and you see that it it takes a few hesitant steps toward the west, still kind of sniffing the air, and its its backside is kind of moving as if it has a tail, but there is no tail to wiggle. Nice, nice pun, Jay. <laughs> Dragging his feet. <laughs> you, you get me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So it's moving toward the west. Um, 
I'm just gonna keep acting, and y'all interrupt when y'all would do. Anything. I, I, I'm, I'm terrified, but I, I, I don't want it to get out, and so I, I begin to follow suit, and just like through, through the terror, I've got my hammer in my hands, and I'm just, I'm following, and I'm, I'm keep looking out for any signs of, of any of my friends, so I can warn them what's coming. I think you said hold. You don't want to. I'm sorry, I accidentally turned the volume down on my mic somehow, mm-hmm. uh, on my ear, ears, my ears broke. So, <laughs> you are watching it, but you don't want it to... I, I don't want it to notice me, and I don't want it to come after me. And so uh, I, I, I'm kind of like keep, keeping an eye out for s- signs of Atia because I know that she was outside, mm-hmm. uh, and, and also trying to make sure it doesn't get anybody else, and also making sure I don't engage it before we're all together. Okay. Uh, as long as you are mostly staying still, no stealth check, if you start to move, make moves to continue to follow, uh, it'll be a stealth check. It's focused at the moment. Uh, eight, yeah, so so when you start to move, it might notice. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I'll wait until you actually decide that Karif is moving to impart that. Karif moves just as much as I think they might have, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but um, it quickly turns around. That didn't go very well. I'm scared. And sees you, and turns back around and ignores you. <sighs> why? Why is John relieved? I'm relieved. This is good. <laughs> Uh, so Atier would have heard the loud rumble outside, even if she hadn't made it in. You would have heard. You would have heard the breaking yeah. through of the ground. So Atier, yeah. uh, I would like to do a stealth move and and try to sure. open the door just to see what's happening. Uh, okay. Twelve. All right, and we'll give it. It's where to it go. Okay, with a three, it seems to be focused on its sense of smell. It doesn't seem to notice as you creak open the door and see this, uh, like, 15 feet wide and tall piece of rock that is on hands and feet, writhing its way towards you. Atier is surprisingly not scared. Uh, She thinks it looks cute. (laughs) Uh, She's just, at this point, uh, kind of used to very large creature things coming out from the ground here um and it, it yeah it hasn't attacked anybody yet uh not yet Karev sees Atia but doesn't want to yell and alert the creature but grab grabs their javelin just in case they need to distract the creature the three of you in the back any progress or the two of you in the back and npc yeah <clears throat> i think wayne would be slowly advancing so as to keep the creature in sight and Okay. And also, Wayne, having no qualms about yelling, is going to say, Hi, does anybody here speak uh, rock monster? <laughs> rock monster! And then Atia says, Why don't you ca- try draconic? Draconic, if that's how it's said. It, it's. Does anybody speak draconic? <sighs> and then. Zane's like, Screw you, Atia. Zane looks up and, and, and rolls his <laughs> eyes and says, Why? And so I say in Draconic in a very just like stable, straightforward, not usual Zane tone, but a a, a very like matter of fact. Well, hello, sir. How can I help you in Draconic? The head quickly whips around, uh, looks in your direction. Are you are you out of? Oh, you moved south. Okay. so the head quickly whips around and sees you. And uh, you see this 
being the face, uh, it, I mean, if you zoom in, you can kind of see there's not much to the face. It's almost the uh, the, the impression of a face. Um, what would be a mouth? What would be eyes? Uh, and it, it, it so it it looks at you, and it uh, gets into what you would think of as a defensive posture, and it. Uh, you hear a grumbling noise that does not come across as words, but it clearly reacted to the presence of Draconic in a way that it did not to the presence of a dwarf. So, um, same tone of voice. Are you lost here? We can't seem to find our way. Perhaps we can help each other. Um, give me a persuasion check. I knew that was coming. We're seeing how much this uh, these words. Uh, Twelve persuasion. Line. Can wait? Can, could okay. RTA ca so, uh, cast Beast Bond on Zane to, to enhance their persuasion? Or like, okay. no? <laughs> there's an, another spell that can do something like that. I, I was bringing you the, the, to me. The Phoenix is effectively like I just gave you a free Beast Bond. Oh, on nice. it, yeah, no, I, I like which it. is why it went to you and did not go yeah. elsewhere. Um. Uh. So, uh, and it was a long yeah, shot. So you couldn't. There is something else called enhanceability. So I'm trying to think how that could work here, Beast Bond. I don't think it would in this case, but there, there, there could be something where you could do something like okay. that. Uh, you could help somebody with an animal interaction. The problem here is mostly that while it might understand draconic, it is a large rock beast that you don't. Even your magic doesn't necessarily know how to uh, make it yeah. nicer. Um. So. Uh, it, it, uh, with a, oh, with a 12 pers uh, persuasion. So the beast kind of sniffs at the air again, and we're going to give it this roll. It's not against your whatever. Okay, with a 19 plus zero, with a 19, uh, it seems to catch a whiff of something that it finds more important than what you were saying. And it quickly turns west and crashes through the door. Atia, look out. To where Atia is. Uh, so the door just swings back and probably hits you. Make a dexterity saving throw, Atia, as one of the two doors, large slabs of stone swing towards you. Actually, I can just do a 20. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, roll a d20 and add your dexterity saving throw. I got a 14 uh, without Plus anything. Your... Yeah. yeah, and you've got a good dex. On your core sheet, it looks like your dex save is plus five. So you got a 19. So you uh, definitely jump out of the way as this, this slab of a door comes. You had the vision of it coming, so you were easily able to get out of the way. Your heritage making you, you lightly step past most yeah. things uh, as you walked over the swamp. It, uh, showing us that was of course before you tried to dive into this you know but that's another sometimes story. i have bad calls uh, I, I just i i was just thinking of this the the, the juxtaposition <laughs> of able to walk on the swamp versus will swim through it um so you you the door slams and does not hit you and the rock monster this earth elemental focuses immediately on the dragon that freezes in place I, I turned to, to Wayne and Carif and said, was it something I said? And then kind of jog that general direction. Okay. Carif laughs inside Everybody himself give me... and, and follows. 
Everybody give me an, wait for it to be up, initiative roll. First, I'm deleting y'all from the turn order here. So it'll be the new one. Click on your token and then click initiative or roll it in person and then tell me what you got. Uh, okay. So initiative BD20. Yep. All right. Almost everything. 18. Okay. 18 from Karen. 11. Add turn and ATA. Whoop. What did mm -hmm. I do? Oh, there we go. That's cool. Oh, wow. 212. Add turn. Kerf had an 18 and Atier had a what? 11. 11. Okay. And that puts us here. 12, 12. Uh, Wayne, what's your dex? My dex. Uh, two. Okay. Uh, Zane, what's your dex? Uh, do you want me my modifier or my actual raw score? Uh, give me your actual. 15. Okay, Zane, what's your actual number? 15. Uh, sorry, Wayne. Oh. Oh. God, <laughs> I know. I thought maybe you hit me, but I was just going to wait. 14. Okay, so Zane, so Zane uh, has the option to go first if desired. And we're going to add turn here. There we go. With a 14. What language is that? That is... Uh, uh, Nerd, yeah. um, human, nervous human. I um, understood it. That is anybody who speaks anxiety speaks yeah. that. It's, uh, 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 uh. Um, it was so familiar. You, yeah. You see this. You see this large rock monster focus on the dragon, um, and it looks it, it looks as if it is about to attack. And this is why we did an initiative check, because everybody was there. Wayne, you could have jogged forward with the other two if you wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm over there. For starting let's just Let's just say I did that, and and eventually <laughs> Sure, put, me, put, put you where you are. Eventually, my token will, will catch up to what has already happened yeah. in life. As soon as... Well, that's the problem. Is it, it, We're not going to, like, if we were in person, it's really easy to just oh, move yeah. things around, but on the screen, it's much harder to... I'm right here. Okay, perfect. So, Karif, you are you have the right to act first. You have sensed, you've all seen as this thing bursts through the door and looks to the south and sees the dragon. Uh, 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 an intent to act and not peaceably. So I'm, I'm torn between buffing my party and uh, distracting the dragon. And I think I, this is an emergency situation. I need, I need to distract the, the elemental. Um, and, and so we... Uh, I hate I hate to draw first blood whenever it's not proven to be necessary, but I think it may be necessary in this case. Um, I I I throw I throw my javelin I throw my javelin at the at the sure. creature yeah at the rock monster. Yeah, so roll a <laughs> roll an attack. Uh, this will be with your. Oh, yeah, screen. the rock monster, not the dragon. Same as you've always done. <laughs> you could just kill the dragon for the rock monster. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No, I didn't. We never really it. liked that dragon anyway. Yeah, you didn't. You kept telling me to kill fails it. To hit. It just it it smash. You are in. You are uh, hesitant enough that it glances off of uh, the mm. rock and, and bounces to the mm. side. You still have move. You still have. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So I I I then I move I I move one block closer. I'm not really ready to get like up close and personal just yet. Sure. Okay. That brings us to the rock no. monster. Uh, charges forward. Uh, one. I want to move there. Two, three, four. And it 
Oh god, I lost the page. I didn't mean to do <laughs> that. Let's roll this. Well, with a 20. Okay. Now we have to find the page because we need to be precise. What I did was I moved... What I did was y'all changed my plan, mm -hmm. and so I had this on the wrong page, and that's totally fine. Um, so it does two slam attacks plus eight, no. fourteen. So it does two d eight. So it ooh ooh. So it really just wails on the dragon once, and then uh, actually no. Let's be honest. The first thing it did was make an attack for the sake of grappling. So it actually reaches out and picks up this dragon by its neck, uh, and being larger, it is able to, and it and then it swings once with a punch. So the first one guarantees that it is holding on, so the dragon cannot move. And then with that, it does hit. Uh, and we're going to roll the d8. There we go. Okay, so the dragon takes a, a pretty pretty powerful sucker punch to the gut and, and cries out, Oh, it's no! And that's all it can get out as uh, it, it, you sense in the voice some kind of panic that is happening uh, beyond just I'm being beat up. Uh, that brings us to Zane's turn. So uh, Zane, uh, the, the door is still open or it has been destroyed, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, it has been okay. destroyed <laughs> as it flew past Atia and she ducked underneath it. It's lying broken on the floor. Something, something. All right. There, nope, we're not going into loops. Ate <laughs> did a backflip, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. love it, love it. Very in, matrix. In what way did she did she backflip, and then it went above her? Did she backflip over it as it? It went? was going through, and she backflipped like and and ran up the side of it, and then backflipped away. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah. Love it. You can put yourself wherever within right. call it ten feet you would have been after that. Yeah, she she would have been going away from. What was happening? <laughs> Probably wouldn't have landed exactly where right. you were, to be yeah. honest. So Zane would kind of peek through the the door the door opening and say in draconic, "It doesn't have to be like this. You calm down." And would cast fairy fire at the rock monster. I'll call him. Angry monsters always respond well to being told to calm down. So, <laughs> did you cast it where it could hit both of them or just the rock monster? I'm gonna try as hard as I can to only hit the rock monster. Very possible. You've got a whole corner back there that works. Yeah. Um, and with a four, it fails. Uh, so it is glowing in a gorgeous red light that you have seen very, very recently. Mm-hmm flowing off of the back of magnificent hair. <laughs> okay. I don't I he can so stay in the he can stay in the doorway. He's just going to stay he's just going to stay there. He's not okay. going to do anything else. Perfect. The 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 archway that used to have a door. <laughs> Wayne. Oh, did you want to use your bonus action? Um Oh, I just had a rest, did I not? Mm -hmm. I did just have a rest. Uh You did indeed. So I think, um, Atia, it is it is your turn for some bardic inspiration. Yay! First time. Okay. So remember, you will get to 
do something, see your number and say, that wasn't good enough, and then roll a d6 to add to it if you so choose. And it would be appropriate for RTA to sing when she uses it. Is that right? Of course. Yes. You could sing at any moment that you want. But the bardic inspiration part, you know, yeah. like. Well, that's that's traditionally from Zane yes. somehow inspiring you. So, Zane, what do you do uh, to inspire audiences? Yeah, that's what I was about to, that was what I was nice. about to describe. Yeah. Uh, so... I would kind of move forward a little bit in in the doorway and and tap her on the shoulder and go, look at you with that beautiful bird. I know that this is your fight to win. And I kind of sing it in like a sing song kind of <clears throat> manner. I can't do it myself, but and okay. and Wayne yells, yeah. Oh, you go Wayne's Wayne. like Wayne's like that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Clearly, you know what it will take to inspire <laughs> Wayne. Just any rhyme. Any rhyme. Wayne, that brings us to your turn. Oh. And I'll mark here with like a, a yellow for you are inspired. Nice. So we'll remember on your turn until you use it. So I think Wayne at this point would obviously, he would want to catch up with the rest of the group here. So I think I'm about six away from the door there, right? Can probably just slip up to the door. Yeah. Uh, but. He's also, um, he's, he's pretty sure that uh, his uh, his weapons are not going to do a whole ton against this rock monster, plus it seems confused, and therefore he is a little confused, so he's going to maybe wait a little bit to see how this plays out before he starts attacking, especially given how Karf's attack went. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So are you readying something in case he comes close, or are you just? Yeah, I think he's. What is his? What is his posture, mm. so to speak? It's just funny thinking, like, yeah, let me get my hand axe out in case this rock monster comes over here. But yes, let's get yeah. let's get the hand axes ready, just in case. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Atie. Uh, so Atie has let go of her leash. <laughs> Um, and is moving back in case the dragon releases its fumes again. Uh, it does not seem to notice that it has the fire on it, and it does not take a swing at you as you leave its range. It is very focused on this nice. dragon. Um, and Atie, so in addition to moving, uh, would you know have her bow ready, but um, I also wanted to see whether or not I needed to do any kind of roll to know more about the phoenix on my shoulder. Like, uh, whether or not it has special abilities or you've had a few minutes with it um it seems very young mm -hmm. it seems like uh there's not much that it could do at the moment okay. uh but you think that over time you know it it it, it 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 seems to have taken a liking to you and it it could help later okay. on um if it was to help now, it'd be kind of the act of sacrifice oh. help, where it would just fly in to distract for one second. So maybe yeah, not. Yeah, good to know. That was that was the question I was I was going for. Yeah, so um, it's a phoenix; it'll yeah. come back. It's fine. right, like I probably. But I but I love my little baby phoenix, so um, I'll I'll like you know gently nurture it, uh, and I am uh, just going to shoot it with my bow and arrow, the uh, the rock monster, Go not the it. anything. Else. Okay, <laughs> totally fine. Roll your attack. Ooh, dang. An 11 also just bounces off the scales. Two low rolls so far. Not the best. Uh, not the scales. That's the dragon. Bounces off the rock hide. Nice. Um, the dragon on its turn. Uh, what? <laughs> that doesn't. Nope. 
swings twice wildly, uh, not successfully scratching the earth elemental. Uh, bring us to... Oh, yeah, you've got an 11. You could roll a d6. Yeah, I was wondering, how long uh, do I have Bardic Inspiration for? For a minute. And it can only... So it, the highest it could bring you up to is a 17. Okay. And y'all haven't quite done enough to this to know how hard it is to hit yet. Can I... Uh, Atia is just going to use it. Sure. What do just I roll? Do a, a d6? Just roll a d6 to add to it. You are reaching into that that confidence that Zane passed along. Yeah. Atia is feeling the white male confidence that she's always <laughs> wanted to have. She's just vibing on it, believing, you know, like, oh, well, this arrow didn't work, but you know what? I got a six. Hey! <laughs> Believe it or not, that is exactly the number you needed. Any lesson it White, would not have yeah. hit. <laughs> so you deal, uh, you deal um, 11 piercing damage. Here's a phrase that y'all will get used to as D&D goes on. It doesn't look like it did as much damage as you expected. Yeah. Which means that, hey, maybe yeah, it only took half exactly. stick energy. Oh, my God. Ate brought big stick energy. Wow, Wayne. Love it. Wow. I love that's it. I that's love what it. I needed. I love that's it. the word I needed. That's beautiful. Um, so with the big stick energy, you do damage it, and that causes it, while it is still holding the dragon, to turn around and look at you. And I glare uh, back at it. Uh, the first damage that happened. Oh, wait, actually, rewind. Before you use that, it's glowing oh, yeah. red. So You get to roll with advantage. Yeah. Just roll the d20 and tell me what okay. it is. I was about oh, okay. to remind people of that also. Uh, use the bardic help, please. It was a six. <laughs> It's a six again? Okay, so that's exactly the same. So the Bardic Inspiration did make it work. Okay. So that is spent, and it made the difference in a hit and a non-hit, and got the rock monster's attention. Um, that brings us to the dragon still swung twice uselessly. Uh, Karif's turn. Karif blesses uh, Zane, Wayne, and Atier. Um, and and keeping in, in with the um, with the Natalie and Brulia lyrics, I say illusion never changed into something real. <laughs> um, as you say, illusion never changed. Just what what does it look like physically as we're, as the camera watches Karif this time instead of the the magic leaving their? Fingers? Oh, it's 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 a bright pink sort of like chain link diamond pattern of 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 um like a sheet of light emerges from my hands and and just shoots in the directions of the of the, of the three of my teammates and it, and it bathes them in a warm light protection surrounds y'all um this is a bless you get a d4 on attack rolls and saving throws um this monster uh just got shot with an arrow taking the first damage that it has taken and who knows how many aeons it has been uh, the dragon in its hands couldn't even do much, and it turns and runs toward Atier to take a swing. Uh, that puts it in melee range with Wayne, so that was why I was checking if you were readying or whatnot. It has now entered your range, and you would have first dibs to attack if you so chose. Oh. <laughs> I didn't move to as well. Yeah, no pressure at all. It's just running <laughs> head, headlong towards Atier. Yeah. <clears throat> None at all. <laughs> so um yeah i guess that that would be wayne's uh what's what's a good word for that uh his his knee-jerk reaction would be to try to protect the people in his group so he sure. would uh 
against probably all better judgment, just go head first and take a swing at this <laughs> giant rock monster. Okay, with advantage. I, I pray for you in a non-official, non-turn capacity. <laughs> a crit. Okay. What? Heck yeah. Beautiful. You don't even need the D4 from Bless. So roll the hand axe. Nice. Uh, which is the five from the die plus the four. For, oh, excuse me. Oh, so it already doubled the two. Um, so you get nine damage on it. Uh, as it's a crit, I'm going to say that that's full damage, uh, despite the fact that it would normally do less. Um, because because it, was, it was very impactful. Got a crit. <laughs> so uh, as that, yes. Uh, so as it, as it hits, um, it is swinging out toward Atier. Um, with a gigantic, it only has one free fist, so it's only going to take one hit instead of its normal two. <laughs> um, five is going to miss. Five plus eight is thirteen. What is your armor? Fourteen. Okay, so it swings just over your head and smashes the wall, um, and this frustrates it, and it drops the dragon to take another swing at you. And with a twenty-three, it will oh. hit drops the dragon that's just <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh and that's not the third one uh i can add four that is 15 damage uh, so i i have one hit point left Ooh. yes you have one hit point and that finishes its turn. Bring us to Zane. It, so, she, so she's looking pretty rough. That's what you're saying. A Atia, the first swing hits the wall over Atia. The second one comes down, and, and she crumples a bit. She's still on, you know, uh, maybe like a, a like a three point landing that doesn't look so smooth. She's still on a knee and a hand, but uh, but looking very rough. Yeah all of a sudden uh okay well uh I, i'm i don't feel like i have an option then i'm gonna have to cast uh oh i'm gonna cast cure wound on ata and that's gonna be a level two spell okay ata gets back 11 hit points wow. and I, I would reach over and say now's now's oh, not the time for napping <laughs> it only rolled 1d8 even though you said higher level oh, cast uh -oh. so you can roll at least I don't see it. I only see one. Oh, you would put the two together. So 13. So it rolled a two and then also. So it's a oh, damn. total of 13. Nice. So now I have 14 okay. out of 16 health okay. points. Perfect. So Atia says, thank uh, you, Zane. And, you know, brushes the rocks out of her hair. Um. Karif, you hear in the back of your mind, do you need help? I, without... And that's it. It just, it fades. Without hesitation, think yes. Okay. Um, Zane, uh, did you want to use your bonus action? I'm not sure Maybe. that I can do anything helpful right Talk now. Talk this so thing I'm down. No. <laughs> okay. So that brings us to Wayne. You have a giant rock monster in front of you that really hurt your friend, who's now been healed. 
So I think at, at this point, Wayne would be would be trying to get Zane like, hey, Zane, are we sure we can't talk this thing down? <laughs> this this. Uh, the the reactions you've seen as Zane has spoken, it does not seem like it would. Uh, uh, imagine you were fighting uh, somebody who just ignored everything you said. It would be effectively the same. You could try. It has ignored you twice, but that does not mean that it always will. All right, then, brute force it is. <laughs> Having no other options, just going to swing at it again. With an 18, you hit... For six, okay, which doesn't quite pierce the way that you expect. Um, and looking at this thing, it still looks hale and hearty. Maybe a couple of little pieces of rock have chipped off of it, but it's still looking pretty good. You have your offhand if you want to. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that that just be the hand axe again, though, here, wouldn't it? Since I'm, like, two weapon. Okay. Yeah. So I just roll that again? Yeah. Yeah, the difference is the second one doesn't get so, the uh, the strength damage on it, so you would just roll a d6. Okay, so just one d6. Uh, 16, so go ahead and roll a d4, because you are still blessed, and a 16 does not hit. But a 19 does. <coughs> The, the 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 pinkish magic that has been kind of circling you, somewhat passing through you from Karif, carries the, the weapon through slightly so that it digs in where it didn't expect to. So now just roll a d6. One d6. I knew how to do that. Okay. <clears throat> um, Zane, you hear in the back of your mind, do you need help? Absolutely. <laughs> Without hesitation. Two people quickly answer, so. Um, uh, Atia, that brings us to your turn. Um, so I have a... Uh, by the way, as it's getting hit, it is looking now both at you and Wayne, because Wayne has has also done damage in a mean way. Okay. Um, is there anywhere that I could perch and shoot the rock monster? Um, You could... It has to pass through like that. The the doors they went through were fairly mm -hmm. wide. The other archway is small, so you could try to leave. It would get one attack of opportunity as you go. If it, you know, if you get past that archway, you don't think that it could easily reach you. I, I meant more like, uh, could I like climb the wall of like where the archway was broken on top of the rock and try to shoot from there? Mm, not necessarily because it's fairly tall okay. so the height wouldn't okay. help you in this place but if you were to come up here then you would have like the it can't reach past this doorway that's too narrow that but it then it would have a, an opportunity of attack yeah and if you if you were to climb up and get far enough away that it couldn't reach you you the, the opportunity attack happens when you leave its reach mm -hmm. so since you're in its reach any amount of getting out of its reach would cause it no matter which direction okay um yeah so, yeah, so I guess uh, ATA is, um, and sorry, another question. Uh, so yeah. some of my spells, are any of them good for trapping something? Like I have like ensnaring strike and zephyrs something. Um, you could do ensnaring strike. It, uh, uh, 
these are unique circumstances and you're in, you're in a unique place. Ensnaring Strike would allow you to enchant your, I think it's meant for your weapon, mm. uh, like, like a melee weapon, but we could say that you could, you could, so Ensnaring Strike would be a way to put something a magical on your weapon, and then when you shoot it, it could try to hold the thing there with vines and other earthen stuff. Nice. So that's something you could try to do. That would take your bonus action to cast it, and then you would shoot and, you know, hope it went on the next one. Uh, so I'd have to wait to shoot until the next round? No, oh. no, no, no. So you would spend your... Well, let me double check. You would be spending your bonus action to cast it. And then the next time that you hit, within a minute, it would okay. follow through... Excuse me, follow through with magic that would try to restrain this creature. Okay, so uh, I'm going to use my longbow to try to hit it and also, with my bonus action, cast ensnaring sh- strike. I don't okay. what it's called. Um, not a problem. So you, so uh, it is hard to shoot a bow and arrow when you are right next to it. Yeah, so true. you will be at disadvantage unless you move away and maybe get the attack of opportunity. Uh, so it's that balancing act of you get to choose how likely you are. To yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then in that case, oh, but I'd still have to switch you, switch my weapon. Is that true? You were already using bow. Yeah. Now, right? Like if I wanted to switch yeah, since so I was close to. close to it. Oh, if you, uh, I would let you, you could, uh, drop, so we, uh, an object interaction is free, so you could theoretically drop your bow and arrow as you draw a, a sword. Okay. And cast Ensnaring Strike on the sword instead. Forgive me, anyone who's watching who knows <laughs> what the best thing to no, do fine. right you're, now you're, is they're like, definitely do this one thing. Um, I'm going to move so I can use my bow and arrow. Uh, so I'm going to move right okay. there. Uh, Five plus five is no five plus eight is thirteen. No, hit? no, she's fourteen, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then it misses. Great. And then now I'm going to shoot my bow and arrow. Um, okay. So Atia reaches back and grabs an arrow from the quiver as you run to the corner, and magic courses along your hand. Don't forget to roll your extra d4 from being blessed, and that it's advantage, so you can roll another d20 to see if it does better. Oh, how how do you? How does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, what what number is it? Whenever we roll it, a... I guess it's oh okay. This it's the number. It it might be the one on top of the pyramid. They should oh, be the same okay, on all okay, three I sides. A two, and then another d twenty. A fourteen. So same. Okay, so with the second one, you definitely hit fourteen <laughs> plus uh three plus two plus two. So you definitely hit the uh. You, you reach back, and as you... Co- what does it look like when you are casting a spell on this arrow as you take it out? This is probably the first time you've ever done yes, so. Yes, it is. Um, so it almost seems like there's magical vines growing on the arrows itself as I'm pulling pulling the arrow, the bow and arrow back. Uh, and there's thorns on it as well, and they obviously don't hurt me. But then as it, uh, as it flies, you can see basically almost like uh, ethereal vines growing and attaching to it from multiple directions kind of like a tarp mm-hmm. uh, forming around it. And yeah, if it hits, then it uh, basically encases them almost like a spider web, but just made of vines and natural earthly components. Okay. Now it gets a saving throw to not be ensnared. So let's roll that. Why do I keep... Oh, because it's this page, not that page. That's why I keep doing it. Um... Oh, that's a one, so it doesn't matter what it rolled. Uh, so it so vines reach out and, and grasp this thing, 
and 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 hold it in place. Its arms are still mobile, but you don't think that it could run after you. Now. Uh, the dragon, in a fear, uh, kind of coughs out a um, a, 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 a breath of of this uh, poison that you've seen before, uh, and with a constitution saving throw and with a 18 the uh creature saves so it only takes 3d6 6 5 is 11 so it takes 11 damage um uh, atier as you've cast this magic you hear you in the back of your head uh and wayne at the same time because it's now been two full rounds for you as well uh you hear do you need help? Adia goes, Terrence! And then she goes, e- yeah, that would be good. <laughs> and she says all that out loud because she's unaware that it was just in her head. <laughs> and as it comes through Twain, it says, are you sure for sure that you need help, smart man? Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> say yes, Terrence. Okay. Um, the dragon took its turn, and as we reach the top of the next round, uh, I don't. Did I? I didn't have a mini for Terrence, did I? Womp. We're gonna use. <laughs> yeah, very womp, but I don't. We never actually put him on the map. We did. That was full theater of the mind. Okay, so um, we're gonna bring in a, a a twig blight because it's it's earthy. Um, uh, and so so coming from the south from a door uh looking ghostly and turning more solid as he enters you see your buddy terrence who walks forward and uh uh vines that you were growing seem to grow toward him and creep out and they help hold this uh uh, earth elemental in place um and he says it has been an honor as he holds him in place and uh the round continues uh, we're at 9.30. Is that a, should we stop here? It's get probably another couple rounds, um, which can take a long time. We, we are in the middle of something, and, and time, time is, is a factor in all of our lives. Um, um, I, I, I'm inclined to stick to the schedule, but if, if, everybody, if everybody's got the time and bandwidth, uh, I can continue. But, but only if everybody's got the time and bandwidth. We're all very busy people. I have the time and the bandwidth, but I am also okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good to go if we want to finish this out. Same. All right. Okay. Well, in that case. Okay. So, um, so Terrence grabs it and holds on to it. Uh, uh, and what you notice as Terrence does so is that it. Uh, oh, you don't notice anything. It, he literally just grabbed on. So, Kareth, it's your turn. Kareth, um, bonus action can can come before a main action, correct? Okay, yep. so Karif, uh gives themselves divine favor, a um, warm golden light, and the sounds of uh, disco music, which is very anachronistic in this era, uh, begin begin to play. And uh, Karif swings their warhammer uh, with both hands uh, as as they sprint up upon uh, our our creature here. And let's swing that warhammer. Oh, not great. Not great. Uh, you have That's... advantage because it is glowing with the light from okay. Zane. Okay, so I will go ahead and take advantage of that. 
With a 23, you do hit. I'm just taking the first one because you already had the 8. So an 8 and a 23, you hit. Uh, you are dealing an extra 1d4 radiant damage. So go ahead and roll. It did the 10 bludgeoning, but go ahead and roll a d4 for the extra radiant. Four. Damn. Right on. Okay. Minus four. It feels like the hit uh, uh, feels a little ethereal. It didn't quite deal as much as you expected it to. Hard rock. Uh, but the, the radiant power seems to fully go through. Um, bring us to this monster, which is going to make sure I read it real fast. Okay. It's going to get to make its two attacks. One uh, is a 17 coming at Zane. Okay, and the other coming at Wayne, who has heard it. Probably more than... Well, no, the Radiant Light just got it. So the second one is going at Karif. Uh, 16 plus 8, 24. So I think those both hit. I believe so. Uh, it does... Armor class is 18. 24 definitely hits. 6 plus 5. So it does 11 to Zane. And to Karif, it does... Five, seven, twelve to Karif. So uh down to six HP. So uh Zane make a concentration check for your glowing lights. Okay. Hold on. I forget the number I said of damage you took. Eleven. Okay. So you just need a ten. If I were concentration, where would I be? It would be oh, it's a constitu- constitution. Thing. Okay. Constitution. I was wondering. I was like, I've never heard of concentration. Okay. Oh, nice. You did. You succeed. So the the the, the as you get hit, um, it swings left first left at Zane, second right at Karif, uh, and perhaps Zane, uh, Karif thinking to to protect Zane doesn't see that the other fist is coming at him. Uh, Zane. Uh, gets clocked and 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 the you, the the thought in your head that you've recently seen of Sunni, uh, you're able to hold on to the magic that you have that you have been uh, sharing, and uh, Karif, uh, you need to make a concentration check as well for your divine favor. You got it, and that is Constitution. That is a concentrate uh, Constitution saving throw. Oh. Uh, you have an eleven. You took yeah, so you're good. Uh, it shouldn't be with advantage. Okay, sorry, I'll do it. Uh, so that'll be three, so that's two plus... Oh. Okay, so we'll call it that way. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, so you uh, so you uh, almost feel the, the glow around your, your yourself and your weapon leave, uh, but it, it, you, you struggle and maintain it, and it holds on. Um, uh, Feels good. 12, Zane. <laughs> We're doing disco now. It's great. <laughs> um... Oh gosh, I'm right in this guy's face. Oh, Zane, yeah. what are you doing? It has taken no, it hasn't because it just acted. So it's not right in front of me. It, it, it is. I was gonna say it doesn't have a reaction, but it just acted, so it does have a reaction. Ah. Um. Okay, and so Zane would stagger back after being hit, um, and then kind of like regain his composure for a second and looks looks kind of pissed. Uh, has a very serious look on his face. He brushes his hairs back and he says, well, that's just not going to do. And yeah. throws his arm out in front of him and 
casts magic missile. Oh wait, I don't think it did it. <laughs> Get there him, we go. Thing oh no. Please don't tell me that's the roll. So, Matt, when you click it, it only does one of them. Yeah. So you get to click two more times. So a two and a five and a four. So Zane reaches out their hand and this red light. Do you want to describe how it goes? So the the red light that's glowing from the fairy fire, imagine that a little bit more orange uh, just emanates directly from his palms and it looks like his hair that has these gold and red streaks in it they like light up in this like fiery essence for a second as the the missiles come from his hand and sizzle towards all three of them this rock monster okay uh so it takes all 11 from it wonderful um it still looks pretty hardy uh, it's getting some damage, but you wouldn't call it wounded yet uh, uh, in, in, in any severe fashion. Uh, bonus action, Zane, or on to Wayne? On to Wayne. Okay, Wayne. Well, this seems like it's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, little pieces of rock have fallen off, but uh, it's kind of, it's it's in the DM's purview to to let you know if something is wounded or bloodied, if it's at half health. It, it still looks healthy enough that you think it's above half. Right, oh. Well, just keep swinging, just keep swinging, <laughs> just keep swinging, swinging, swinging. Oh, okay, cool. I did do that with advantage. Roll the d4. Oh, no, yeah, because 17 hits, so you're good. So uh, go ahead and roll the damage. And then if you want to do your offhand, do that as well. Um, offhand is just the... Wait, do I have to roll that? It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. It just doesn't add strength to the damage. Okay, so just, do I have to roll the hand axe again, or do I just roll the damage? Yes, roll the hand axe again. Because you're swinging with your other hand, and this is, did you hit or not? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not, not going to work out. Uh, even with a d4, won't Yeah, no. So... So describe your swings, Wayne. What does it look like as Wayne as Wayne attacks? Um. Uh. So, Wayne, although he's a little bit discouraged by the fact that he seems to be doing very little damage to this giant rock monster, uh, comes in swinging with all that he has, and apparently his first swing was a little bit too much, and he threw himself a little bit off balance. So his second swing was a little bit weak, <laughs> and uh, just kind of like clinks off of the side of the monster there, but the first one definitely gets a good strike in. Yeah, it notices. <laughs> it seems to notice every time one of these hits it. Uh, Atie. Uh, so Atie is um, going to do like a baseball slide um, all the way over to where Zane is, because Zane is closest, um, mm -hmm. and is going to cast Cure Wounds on Zane. Oh. It's like you slid from like one base to the next. That is a long yeah. slide. Yeah, <laughs> ATA skill. Yeah. It was unnecessary. She could have just crawled probably, but she's she was feeling hope, hope the still rock inspired. monster is not a shortstop. That's <laughs> definitely seems more like a catcher. You're, yeah, you're probably safe mm -hmm. if it's a catcher. Yeah, they're not fast. No. <laughs> um. So I don't know what I actually do. Sorry. You roll a d8. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, because you've only got two spell yeah. slots and they're level one. So you roll a d8 plus your wisdom modifier. Uh, I got a four and... Four plus your 
Two is a six. So Zane heals six health points. And I did that again. Okay. So that's your action. And I don't think you have any other bonuses mm -hmm. since you did the spell already. Um, so as we hit the, the top, the dragon uh, starts to run off. And uh, Terrence actually reaches out and grabs it. Um, and Terrence's other hand is holding this monster. Uh, and he says, This is what happens when portals are not used properly. And as he's holding it, this earth elemental, uh, it, you see the ghost of a dragon start to leave its body. Um, <laughs> and he's holding the dragon in the right hand uh, that's squirming. No! This is my body now! Uh, where will I go? And the dragon's spirit is starting to leave the earth elemental. <coughs> uh, and as he's doing it, it seems like Terrence... Uh, who, whoever is the most worried about Terrence, make a perception check. I'm on it. This whole thing seems very worrisome. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, that's my boy. You notice that Terrence, boy, Terrence. Like some of the other things you've seen, is starting to fade like some of the other stuff y'all have, have seen. And echoing in Karif's head is, it was an honor uh, as he's holding on to them. I see. Uh, that brings us to Karif's turn. Karif uh, is out of spells. Melee is not doing much. So, lacking anything else to do, um, whose who's HP is lowest? I'm at six. I think yours is low, lowest. I think it's okay. you. Yeah, I think it so, might be you. Um, <laughs> well, okay. And nobody's passed out, and Land Hands only does one. Land hands does your level two, so it does up to ten. You get to choose how much. It was one yesterday because you had mm -hmm. saved one, uh, but you can do up to ten with an action. It's just your full action is the negative. Gotcha. Action. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I go ahead and give myself five HP. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Give, uh, give and me no five. bonus actions. <laughs> right. Right. No bonus actions. The. Uh, as as the as the dragon spirit is leaving this thing's body and it's uh, kind of swinging on instinct, it's going to take disadvantage, but it is going to swing at uh, who hit it most recently. That was still Wayne yeah, and me. Uh, yeah. Who else was the other Zane, one? Who was the Zane, other one? Zane fired missiles at it. Oh, yeah, I yeah, fired yeah. missiles. Zane at fired it. the missiles. Yeah. So it'll take a disadvantage at Wayne. Uh, Nineteen and a seven plus eight is fifteen. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 16, so... <laughs> okay, so it just misses. Nice. Uh, and at Zane, 16, and a 1. Oh, so, nice. Zane, uh, it swings right over Wayne and then right past Zane, and it is struggling, but it is no longer acting as Serpentine. It is acting more uh, uh, rock-like from the bottom where there is no more dragon in it. And, and you see the spirit is continuing to leave. Um, and Zane, you hear in... Uh, 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 a draconic whisper as this thing is crying out as its spirit is coming out. No! Uh, so the spirit seems to have heard you earlier. Zane, it's your turn. This is some sad stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would I would be want as, as Zane to go as I hear this, no! I go, oh yes, honey. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, it was my body. And I think in draconic. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> can you say, "Oh yes, honey," in <laughs> draconic? I guess you can you now. Did, you did. I'm certain. I'm certain there's a word for honey. I'm sure. Draconic. Yeah. <laughs> Dragons like honey. It seems okay, reasonable. Who doesn't like honey, right? Right. Right. Vegans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Which dragons are definitely not. Correct. Vegans. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is true. I. Well, maybe there's a vegan dragon out there. Who knows? Yeah. There's got to be somewhere. A very skinny um, vegan dragon. Yeah. I think that Zane would be a little bit mindful that he doesn't want to use up all of his spells immediately since they just. It, it, He's he's been through a lot today already. So, if there was a weak spot in in the armor, whatever of this creature in front of it that he can see from some of the damage that's taken, he would reach out with this with it with his dagger and try to just poke it. Okay, yeah. So you reach out and poke uh at, at the spirit or at the <laughs> rock at, that's at the lacking rock spirit. The the, okay, the, the rock, rock monster, monster. yes. I was just making sure that, because you had mentioned the spirit, that you weren't stabbing at, at, at a void. <laughs> I, was, I mean, you could have. Who knows what would have happened? None of us now. I'm trying um, desperately to help the situation however I can, and trying to prod things on seems like something I do. You, you, you prick it. Uh, it doesn't seem to react much. Um, uh, but you, you successfully prick it. Wayne. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Wayne is having a moment of just chuckling a little bit at, at Zane's effort there. <laughs> just a little prick. <laughs> okay. There's our vaccination point. Nice, nice. Throw that in. Topical. We're, we're, we're pro vax here. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Boost out, friends. <laughs> so oh wow! Crit. Go and roll your damage. Back to the Very nice. Another crit. Fourth Dang. dose of Moderna inbound. Nice, nice. work. <laughs> cool. Um, so uh, you deal nine, and then and then with your offhand, offhand if you want to or something else. Yeah, yeah that'll hit. Uh, so I just roll a d6 there, right? Yes. That's what you get when you're vaccinated. Crits okay. on crits. Uh, which brings us to Atia. You've got a weird perspective as you've slid over, reached out a hand mm -hmm. to Zane's probably leg somewhere, somewhere near the ground as you slid. <laughs> Just anything. And as you're looking up at this rock monster and some kind of draconic spirit is being torn from it. Yeah. So uh, I would like to see, because um, based off of... Kara's uh, check to see about how Terrence is doing. I would like to see whether or not Atia can perceive how, like, what basically Kara uh, understood, which was it was an honor to serve with y'all. You, you, as as the round has gone on, Terrence has faded a little bit more. You can see that Terrence does not look as solid as they did. Okay, um, so Atia would uh, move over behind Terrence, basically. Uh, I don't know if this counts as, a, as like an action, but uh, she would give Terrence a hug from behind um, as Terrence is fading. And then I guess because we're still stabbing stuff, 
Um, <laughs> Entirely up to you. Yeah. I mean, it seems unnecessary. It seems like they're all dying. Um, but yeah, she, she whispers to Terrence, Terrence, I think you're really cool. And I hope to see you again. And then I guess she would stab something. <laughs> Go for it. Do your stabby okay. stabs. She's not going to stab Terrence. <laughs> just... Just to make that clear. <laughs> Step whatever's in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll the D. You still got the bless, so that'll hit because it's only a 17. Uh, so go ahead and roll your damage with your short sword. Oh, no. I've had to do this. Oh, I clicked your short sword. And it oh, yay. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. So you deal five <laughs> piercing damage. It was not a good roll. You're welcome yeah. to roll your D6 if you want. No, no, no. Okay. I like so your five. Money. Love it. Um, so... Uh, so you reach around to stab while you're hugging. Oh, I can't move yours. There we go. Yeah. So you you hug on Terrence, and uh, uh, part of the 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 vines that that are on his back as you as you touch and reach around, they kind of they kind of envelop you. Aww. Are you imagining it because it's just kind of hanging? Yeah. That, that's gravity, or is it is it? But but there's something there. Um, as you. Stabbing Terrence, not even one. <laughs> um, and then the, the dragon uh, is going to uh, uh, make a... Nope, does not get out of Terrence's grasp. Uh, so it cannot fly away, and it spent its action on that. Uh, but it is, it is, you know, animalistically being held. It does not want to be uh, here with whatever is happening to it. Uh, and you still hear the, the voice of the, the, the uh, 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 hypothetical... Um, Archfate, no, this isn't right. Um, uh, as we reach uh, Terence's turn, and uh, as uh, Terence's uh, pull continues on the earth elemental, there's a pop as the uh, you know, not a literal one, but there's mm -hmm. a pop as the the uh, a jerk would be better as the draconic uh, spirit comes out. And he lets Pop. go of the dragon, and then he holds on to the dragon spirit, and uh, the two of them uh, uh, holding on to each other. One neck bites uh, the the, dra the dragon's mouth, uh, grips onto Terence's shoulder, and Terence is holding the the draconic no. spirit. And and as you're watching, the two of them start to fade, as did things back in the the uh, in the guild hall. No, um, so there is still an earth elemental that flops to the ground there is still a dragon that has now been let go of and uh, uh, tries to fly away. Um, is the dragon still the Archfey? Uh, to your knowledge, yes. Okay. Yeah, so it just seems like it is trying to leave with a... So yeah, so it, it uh, 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 is able to get out of the fading grasp. Uh, only Karif could try to stop it if he uh, felt inclined with everything else going on. I say, hold up. <laughs> um, you, you say, hold up and you rolled a six. I don't think that's enough to convince it to hold up. Bummer. Yeah. It was kind of fighting for its life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in its, in its, uh, uh, whatever grasp and with draconic movement, it makes it, um, out of reach at the least. Y'all could, if you wanted, pursue it. Um, but that's up to y'all's decision in the next couple seconds. I'll let you, instead of going turn order, just what what is y'all's goal here as 
the earth elemental slumps down and Terence uh, 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 starts to uh, or continue or finishes fading and um, on Atier uh, a, a small drop yeah. of water lands on your face that that could be a tear or maybe it's raining who knows Ate would shoot the dragon with her bow and arrow. Okay, give me a give me an attack as it was it was as it was leaving range. Okay, and its armor is seventeen. Roll your D four. You, you're still blessed, so that'll hit no matter what. Perfect. So three. Um, as this. Dra dragon has been squirming and trying to get out for the longest time. It finally gets free, and in a couple of bounds, one arrow just sinks into its side right underneath one of its wings as it passes through the door, and you can kind of see it start to, to bank as it wants to take to the sky. I was just <laughs> mad that Terrence died. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe he didn't. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the probably did, did. but maybe he yeah. Did. If I did, then it couldn't have felt great either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So are y'all? What? Uh, uh, the Earth Elemental in front of you has slumped down entirely. I would also be probably leaving. <laughs> um, I, I, I wonder to myself if uh, what we just saw, because Terrence, Terrence is the one who sent us on this assignment, and when he got here, he was pretty focused. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was very, very nice. I love the Avatar of the Last Airbender. <laughs> Um, so the, I, I wonder if we've done what we came here to do and I roll seven perceptions. So who knows if I'm going to find out. Um, I think y'all have done a lot of puzzling, a lot of, a lot of thinking of things. Uh, Atier, uh, the dragon is flying away from you toward the Feywild mm -hmm. and at draconic speeds, I would say that you can have two more shots. Uh, and, and, and if you, uh, severely injure it, then that might cause a difference. Yeah, I would, it is, I would it still is, be it shooting. Is full flying, it flies sixty feet. Uh, it flies sixty feet around, and it can dash. So that means one hundred twenty feet around. So it's, it is, it is lightning as it is flying away. Ati uh, is just angrily unloading. Yeah, Ati has not gone to therapy and does not know how to process grief other so than by shooting things. Flies wide of it. Another as as certainly not Terence's tear, and certainly not yours. You know, falls down your face. Um, and then. Last one should be coming. Wait, no, I didn't click it. So uh, as as Karif is thinking, uh, the uh, uh, Terence had mentioned that one was danger full of anger in the area. <laughs> oh, ten definitely hits, or twenty-two definitely hits for ten more damage. Ooh, nice Zane joining and team anger AP. shooting. <laughs> Zane walks up beside Atier and and sees how how troubled she is and looks in the distance and says, "I think I can hit that." <laughs> okay, uh, with with the literal here's here's how I'm I'm ruling this. Um, as the dragon is flying toward that place, remember that as you headed towards these things, uh, uh, stuff would get out of you know you almost teleport, you almost leave here and go to there. So as the body starts to kind of fade. It's a magical dart that circles around the last arrow and hit at the same time. So it's uh, an arrow that goes wide, a dart that hits it, and it slightly throws it off course. Another dart hits it, and then the third dart circles around the last arrow, and they hit it together. And it it, it might have finished it, but you can't really tell because its body entirely fades before it could fall to the ground. Atier turns to Zane and doesn't say anything, but just nods ahead. 
like in solidarity. Like, yeah, that's how we handle grief. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 Kara feels bad internally for having missed the vibe of we were going to kill that dragon. I, th- I thought I thought that dragon was our friend now, and I was trying to be polite. <laughs> I mean, it. I think you were also focused on what was happening in front because you immediately talked about, did we do our job? Like, you were thinking what else there is to do. So, uh, totally reasonable. Um, and uh, so I think you, uh, so as you're thinking, you know, did we do what we were here to do? Um, and the fact that uh, something was able to come from underneath finally it clicks together for you from what you'd been doing before the 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 fifth valley the fifth entrance was downstairs it was however you got here because you came through a valley and saw four areas you came through this building and saw four areas so it's very likely that whatever however you get back to Aerith or the material plane where Aerith would be found would be back below where you came before mm. There, there is a wholeness to the things that have happened so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if y'all are okay with it, I'm going to uh, narrate just a bit. Uh, is there anything else y'all want to do before I take over? Um, I, I, I hand out the, the last of the peanut butter sandwiches and say, good job, team. <laughs> they were prepped, yeah. Yeah. That kitchen did good. Yeah. Great. Mm. It was a great trip to the pantry. Mm. In... Wayne has to briefly remind everyone that he made it through that whole fight without taking any damage. <laughs> you nearly knocked out twice, but hey, look at me. Um, <laughs> just, just what do y'all do involving uh, You didn't even lose your hat. Okay. If anything. Uh, what was the question, Casey? I'm so what is y'all's goal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nikolai's still here. Oh, Nikolai. Oh, God. What a, what a hanging chat of a, of a, of a thing. Here. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, Ooh, uh, dating ourselves. With I, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what that is. Like if, <laughs> if, 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 if Nikolai was up to any kind of mischief, no way in hell is he going to tell us now. I, I Karen just asked Nikolai, what what is what is your plan here? What are you what what's what are you going to do about? If if we were to leave, what would you do next? I I believe uh, uh, I would walk to the uh, the fog over there and see if I if see if it takes me home. I am not sure. Uh, I do not remember much of how I got here or anything. I just appeared, and uh, if it would be a good place to be, if it would be home, and if it is another magical land surrounded in fog, then so be it. I would see what was there. Uh, I don't particularly like where I ended up. It was a dirty swamp. Uh, not my favorite place to be. Um, it doesn't sound very great, to be honest. Yeah. Um, swamps, not my favorite lodging. Yeah. I'm fine if he wanders off to the fog. I, I haven't gotten any particular like bad vibes off of him. I, I don't get the sense that, that I'm doing the world a disservice by just moving on with my no. life here. Nothing, nothing pinged as overtly evil. Like, I mean, uh, you, there is. Um, I'm going to say that that spell because I'm trying to reconcile how it works in D and D and that kind of stuff. That spell is, uh, or that magical power, it, it, it's a little uh, uh, unreliable when it comes to certain races, right? It, uh, uh, so it is likely like if you saw an orc uh, 
there's probably an upbringing of evil. There's a, there's a lot of other stuff that might lead that way, but an individual orc might not be. So with, with the vampire, you got the initial idea that maybe, maybe he's not right, but nothing about this individual person has, has implied that they are bad and they never read off the charts on your radar. So, and so with, with that in mind, I, I, Kara feels like their job is done. Kara feels like they can go back to Aerith and at the very least report what's happened. And if we haven't done what we were sent to do, we can always be sent back. But we've certainly put in a lot of work here and, and, and made some sacrifice. Okay. Um, uh, that's Wayne. That's Kara. Uh, uh, Zane or Atia doing anything before you go? I don't think so. I think I think Zane feels very uh, conflicted and stormy on the inside and has some internal things he needs to just mull over. Okay. Yeah, Atia is uh, just handling the grief of potentially losing Terrence, I think, uh, but is, is coming down from that and uh, feels fine with the vampire going back to the vampire land. Um, so... Mordovia. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Mordovia. Um, so as you, as, as y'all part ways, uh, Nikolai gives Zane a bit, a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a wistful <laughs> smile as he heads off um, toward the side. The first one who gave him truly a chance, uh, whether it was <laughs> or was just, you know, coaxing. Who knows? Um, the we watch as the party. Uh, slowly perhaps after what they just went through a couple of them especially head back downstairs uh the the downstairs looks like it did before um it takes a while before you're looking around uh that you see that uh zane had dropped the gym that was no longer glowing um in the hecticness of a battle with a dragon uh, and it not being mentioned specifically i get to say that that happened so you find <laughs> this you find this dropped gym uh and uh, when you put it back on the table that it was on, the skeleton we mentioned had faded away as if time had suddenly taken its place. Uh, you put it on the table and it lights back up. <clears throat> um, uh, the, the gym lights up. It, it, uh, the, 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 the brightness that it has, does, it doesn't get bright, but it, it kind of diffuses through the area so that the brightness is kind of taking over the whole place. Um, and nothing feels different. Uh, except that uh, when you head back upstairs after a while thinking maybe nothing happened, you come back out to the same building and see goblin, uh, kobold bodies and the bodies of two giant spiders. Um, as you head outside, you don't see a swamp in the distance that Karif knew from coming from the north. There sh shouldn't have been a swamp in the first place. You see the forest that would normally be here, and there's not much of a trail. This was a fairly abandoned uh cathedral building um so you're able to walk and uh it might take a while you give me a some whoever's navigating give me a d20 this is just for the how long it takes four four okay it takes a while to find <laughs> the cart with the horses oh um, yeah because i hit it yeah, you hit it. You hit it quite. <laughs> Maybe that's why Kerif <laughs> is deep in her field and doesn't yeah. notice that that's what Kerif was looking for. And <laughs> finally, Kerif says something, and Atia, oh, it's right over there. Yeah. Um, uh, dwarf dealing with with elven hiding is is probably you know conflicting. <laughs> um, so 
you you find the cart and head back to town. Um, uh, as you enter the, uh, where do you go first in town? To the bar. I mean, I think we would probably <laughs> <laughs> to the saloon. To the saloon, okay. But just briefly, we just yeah. take to go. I guess my question: to go to drinks. Do you first go to the guild hall or to the bridge? Oh. Um. I. Y'all answer. I answer. I, I feel like I. I would think the guild. I hall. would think yeah. the guild think hall. We'll go back and yeah. talk to As you'll head to the, the guild Titans. hall, um, you walk in to the front door. There's a, the same you know meeting table that you're used to, and uh, on it is a, uh, just a sheet of paper that just has a fancy T written on it, and uh, a small, um, uh. uh, uh no, 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 sorry, with a fancy T written on it. Um, after looking through the place, you see nothing but uh, the, the that little, you know, insignia. You might go by the bridge at some point in the next couple of days. You don't see any sign of Terrence. Uh, there are footprints on the side of the river, but there were before. Who knows how recent they are? Uh, maybe he made them today. Uh, and uh, that night when each of you go to your room, because you've had quite an ordeal, perhaps after a lot of ale, it sounds like for some of y'all, um, <laughs> you uh, each find something in your room that I'm going to tell you about next time when we pick up, that will be your first uh, fancy items. <laughs> and you, uh, when you wake, we'll re-level three. Marvelous. And so you have, you have done a service. What was the service? There was some evilish dragon that was <laughs> in the wrong sure. body. And apparently it's gone now. Potentially dead. Okay. Did that. Yeah. And you checked all the gates and you know that there's no longer a dragon in the wrong body. You know that there's no longer a, a vampire. They went back home and, and you saw something about the, the the first level of hell. And you know that you also saw a gelatinous cube that we never saw again. So, you know, who knows what else is happening. But some portal got closed in some way, and that was satisfactory enough that uh, that we ended tonight. Way to nice. go, everybody! Good job. All right. Well done, mm -hmm. all you missed. Yeah. Nice work, everybody. Great job, team. Yeah. Great job. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for bearing with. I, I'm I'm enjoying it much more theater of mind. Uh, for me, oh, I yeah. hope that's I going okay it. with y'all. Uh, but I'm enjoying it's it. It's great. Cool. I love it. Then, uh, we just need to figure out how to translate that for our video audience. You know? Yeah, well, you know, I who knows it right now. Um, <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful night. We've gone an extra 30 minutes late. Thanks for sticking with us or watching with us if you're watching later or listening with us if you're listening later. Uh, uh, if anybody has anything to plug, Wayne? Sorry, Sequoia? <laughs> no? Oh. Who, who's Sequoia? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I think I'm good Jenny? at this point. <laughs> Tune in next time. Yeah. Hey. Plugging us. That's allowed, Lauren. Ditto. <laughs> okay, John, Mr. Vegify himself. Uh, well, I, I, I can't be out here the only one being like, well, I have a Twitter. So, you know what? Watch this show. <laughs> I'm promoting this show. Watch, watch, watch <laughs> us. It's be great. I say go go follow John on Twitter. Many insights. Yeah. At John Carmack. At uh, Casey Sherman as yeah. well. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? Everybody, thanks, and we will not see y'all next Carmen. time. <laughs> not that John Oh, yeah, Carmen, not actually. that one. <laughs> it's going to be so confusing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.